What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. So no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Oh, it's the Christmas special. 2023. 2023 Christmas episode. And our gift to and us Our is... gift to, to us and to humanity is Mr. Edman. Welcome back on the show, sir. Woo! Thank you, man. That's yeah. yeah. very, yeah. very unfortunate for, the, for all the folk out there. The crowd goes wild. <laughs> yes, thank you for coming out, Ed. <clears throat> oh, it's a pleasure to be it's here. It's been a while since you've been. I'd forgotten. It's been so long I've forgotten you were up in this studio. Uh, but you're here again. Yeah, the, yeah I, I love the ambiance of this room. It is yeah. pretty cool, isn't it? It's excellent. Yeah, yeah. we have our, our Lord and Savior Elon Musk, <laughs> <laughs> which yes. is it's, it, it's been up through from all the trials for the good, the bad, the oh, weird. Oh yeah, no, we st- it's I, just up there. I stand <laughs> for him. I really do because I think he's a net positive in the world. Although I watched uh, uh, you know John Oliver's show every week. Uh, that it's on, and this past Sunday, I don't know if you guys watched last oh, yeah. week. I know you do. Did you watch I last week tonight? Seen last week. Last week was the, it was it was like twenty five minutes on Elon Musk. Oh, then maybe I did. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. I saved those it, for my wife. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, like, I have no logical reason to be afraid of your wife, but I'm afraid of your wife. I think you should be. I tiptoe around her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's definitely like. One hundred percent, just roasted my ass before at like at work when we used to work together. There were times where I got a little fucking squirrely, and she would like pull me aside and goes, "Listen, you need to unfuck your attitude." Well, I'll tell and I'm you. I'm like, God damn! She almost had like the knife hand, like she was gonna start like poking me in the chest, oh, like sure. drill instructor style. As being her street husband, yeah, you're I can the tell you her work husband <laughs> that that you don't want to cross that south. <coughs> I forgot about the street husband versus work husband. God damn it! Yeah. That is so funny. So because this is the Christmas show, just quick, I'm going to quick do a side thing so we don't have our glass too tempered, you know, yes. our, our eyes too tempered. Yes. True, true. We're going to break tradition, which was our tradition for the first handful of shows. Oh, uh, yeah. The first, <laughs> I, think, I think so. Was and drinking. Was drinking, and then we said that we can't do that anymore because right. it just doesn't work out well all the time. So occasionally we will have a beer or a cocktail, but it's Christmas 2023, and Ed's here, and uh, we're going to have a, a Christmas cocktail. Yes, we, we are. To imbibe. And uh, so we just looked at the well-deserved stuff I came in. It's just Jameson uh, Black Barrel. Do you know about this, Joe? I, don't, just, I, I actually you know, it's just Jameson. I, I don't. It's Jameson. It's a small batch. I know. Is I, what it is? Yeah. Okay. Do you I, know about it, Ed? it's smooth. It's good. Yeah, it's okay. actually one of, one of mine and Katz's favorite under $40. Okay. Okay, okay yeah. cool. Good deal. Yeah, so bring your uh, glass over. We have, <clears throat> we have clear. Uh, is that melted too much already or not? It looks like it might be. Do you want to get some of the water out of there? I don't know. Uh, no, you're, it's t- actually just tell me when. I know I'm just gonna just, just t- tell me, tell me when. I prefer to have to the top of the cube, pal. I thought I was gonna oh, say the top of the glass. So I was like, Ed, we're not fight. We're not <laughs> fighting <laughs> cops on more this than podcast. Top, but look how clear it is. Oh, it's <laughs> a please, sir. May I have it's some? It's a Christine window through this. It is lovely bourbon. And there, right there. For so uh, this is my second Irish whiskey I've had today. Uh, I've been participating in an advent calendar, which. I, Ed, you're familiar with Advent calendars, Absolutely. right? Yeah, you're familiar with tradition. This, this is a this is a strange thing about Paul. Paul has been around the world, from kind from of. from from Tahiti to, to fucking Tibet, like, and he's <laughs> never and and you've got about twenty years on me, yeah, right? Yeah, never heard of an Advent calendar until I'm, like I'm a few weeks ago. To frown. This I, is a and I've it's had so strange Christmases in California, Texas, Washington State, New York State. 
I have never, I probably have seen them up on people's walls and stuff, but no one ever said, oh, come check out the advent calendar or whatever. Oh, it's the. Joe, I'm going, going what? Now, now what are you wait, talking about, You lived Joe? in Germany, correct? Well, for three months. But not, right, so but not during Christmas. Not during Christmas, though. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Like, that, that's a. Because their advent calendars are of the best. They, Those I'm, ones are they my may favorite have ones. started it or something. I th- they, uh, most, of, most of the traditions that we have for Christmas here in the United States, in North America, all, almost all of them came from. Uh, I would say seventy five percent Germany, twenty five percent Victorian England. Mm-hmm. Oh, Period. Sure, sure. Yeah. The I mean the lights on the tree, German. That's also even goes back even further to like Yule logs, which was like northern Germanic tribes doing stuff like that. But yeah. Right. So, so they I, probably did this advent calendar was I'm sure it was them. I'm saying. sure I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. So it, I do have German friends and so you would think that maybe at Christmas time they would send you something to put you to a part of it. I don't know. I'm just looking at Joe like, you know, the RCA dog going, I don't know what you're talking about. It's exactly about, how he looked oh. at me. And so, so what it is is like our uh, uh, dear friend, friend of the podcast and listener, Jeremy Foss, got me. Every year I've been around him and his family for Christmas for the past three or four years. They uh, He would do this thing every day between 5 and like 7 p.m. during the week um, and then sometimes middle of the day on the weekends. But he would be on this FaceTime call with his brother and his sister-in-law down in Phoenix. And the, the three of them would, they would open up this box and the, like, they're like, oh, it's day, eight, you know, 21. What is this whiskey? Okay, here's a little guidebook. And it's like a vial oh, of yeah, whiskey, sure, like a dram sure. of whiskey. And you, you're like, oh, this uh, is an American rye. It's 50% alcohol. This is a tasting notes. And they would do like a whiskey tasting. And I was just enamored with this thing. And uh, Jeremy asked me know, four, three or four months ago, he goes, hey, do you want in on the whiskey thing? Because you can't just buy them off. You can buy ones off the shelf, like at Costco or something. But the one that he gets is from Flaviar, which is like a a a distributor of high end whiskeys. Okay. And it's just kind of like a promo pack of stuff yeah, that's going to be released or sure. has already been released. That it's like high end, and it's to get you to buy stuff. I mean, it's like it's like sure. it's like going to Costco or Sam's Club on Saturday morning, and they're For like sure. they're trying to get you to buy the little smokies. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. So, uh, he surprised me with one. Like a month ago, and oh. gay, and I was like, "God damn it!" And it's so fucking cool, and it's fun. There's been a few days he's like, "This sounds like a good idea," but one of these days, during this, there's gonna be at least one day during the 24, 25 days that we do, twenty four days. There's gonna be one day where you're like, "I do not want any fucking whiskey." I'm like, "I don't fucking think so, man." Yeah. And yes, it was like a weekend, and I'm like, "Ugh." Yeah, cause I was it's like, <laughs> "Is it a two ounce?" Yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's like two, it's about. I think it's, a two I, I think it's two ounces. Usually yeah. for like splitting. Yeah, somebody, you know? yeah, and it, it does come with two Glencairn glasses okay, and, it, and this yeah, nice yeah. big box and shit. Oh, it's really man, fucking cool. The whole idea is you have a couple or two people that'll shit. That will come with two glasses. It comes with two glasses, would, which I was like, why is it yeah. fucking throw that one away? Like that, like <laughs> fuck that. This is not two ounce sampling. Yeah, yeah, but it's 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 really cool and and it's kind of opened my eyes to some because there's been some weird shit in there. There's been some. Not all of it was good. Oh, like I'm there sure was there's... there was a couple that were like, oh, this is uh, uh, I said, man, it's like drinking razor blades, like and it's like razor blades on fire, Ooh. and it just burns all the way to my stomach and then kept burning for like twenty minutes, and it wasn't just me being a candy ass, it was everybody, it was it was it was it was Jeremy, his brother Jarman, and uh, and Jackie were all just like, oh God, it's like fucking hammers in my chest. But most of them have been pretty good. And the one I had today is a it was an Irish whiskey, and I can't remember. It had a weird, like Lazenby or something like that, but it was spelled kind of weird. I don't know. But it was a it was uh, cask strength, so it was like fifty. Yeah. It was like fifty six percent alcohol. So it was like was that, that. one hundred and twelve proof? Yeah, it's so this, be over one this is how I learned about this calendar was through Joe 
a week well, or two that's ago. That's how he learned about advent calendars. But I'm telling yeah. you, yeah, it's a whiskey advent <laughs> calendar. Ed's blown. Mine um, is I blown. I can't believe this is real. And in true Paul fashion, I'm like, yeah, it's a whiskey advent calendar. What are you talking about? I'm like, it's an advent calendar, but it's got whiskey. I'm like, I don't know what an advent calendar is, okay? And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I could actually see the and frustration. And at, after Joe face. stopped himself from staggering and he had to sit down for a minute. Yeah, like I, I, I think <laughs> because like, you didn't know something, I had to forget something just to match your energy. Like I, I, I've, <laughs> But then I kind of felt bad because like I didn't grow up. Like we didn't have an advent calendar like for Christmas very rarely. I think there was one we had like a – I want to say it was like some sort of like – Chocolate, uh, what's That's it? The name most it like a like a chocolate popular. one, right? Yeah, it's the one with little but chocolates in there. My grandparents had one that was made out of wood that was old, and I think it was my grandma's parents, my that, grandma Feller's, yeah. her parents, and she would bake little like there was enough. The boxes, like the squares, were probably like a four inch square for all twenty all twenty four days. Like December, you could 1st. put a cookie in there. She, you could put like four fudge. pieces of candy or fudge. Divinity. Okay. She, yeah, divinity. Yeah. yeah. The, the peppermint bark, like that kind of sure. shit. My, and my grandma would put enough in there for like all the grandkids or like for me for a long time. I was the only grandkid around. So like I got to eat up all that shit. And my grandfather would. I need to ask Alice, my stepmother, if, if she if, the, if this was ever a thing in her family, because my mother is, is no longer with us. And I, can't, you know, I can't ask really hardly anybody else. Right, right. I have to ask my sister if I forgot this as a child. And if she's, yeah, we used to have those. There's no way. Yeah, we like, <laughs> I mean, it. If you blocked it out, you're like, yeah, don't you remember? Um, we didn't let you have the chocolate because it made you fucking crazy. And, or like your sister bullied you and said, yeah, chocolate's poisonous to boys. Or something. And then yeah. you didn't get to <laughs> participate in the advent calendar. All right. So anyway, we're going to. Yeah, it's, I'm gonna pour this. I'm gonna show you. Oh yeah, my so, eyes. Can we talk about my? Uh, oh, my, uh, Paul and his fucking ice. My ice. Uh, it, no, I, not the the actual moment that I was cutting the ice that I chopped. Oh the ice. yeah, uh, oh. Ed and I witnessed true perfection and greatness. <laughs> Paul was uh, Paul was breaking up his clear ice. I out was of harvesting like, my clear he ice. He was harvesting the clear ice, <laughs> For which is not a euphemism. He literally was harvesting. He grew it. It was right. harvest time with Grandpappy Pap's hammer. Yeah, which is cool. Hammer yeah. and a chisel. Yeah, and just hit it just right, perfectly. That the piece of ice that you split one one half of it flew, flew out of the out of the container and directly into his. It was glass. a curve parabolic. It was a beautiful shot right beautiful into the glass. Arch. It really. We was. all saw this. I, I couldn't help but immediately start Ed laughing. starts applauding. He stood up yeah. and started applauding. And I'm just in shock and awe at Paul's greatness, even though he's never heard of an advent calendar until a few weeks ago. <laughs> he is a master at the icicle arts. So then we thought this needs to happen, and then that's how the people are going to level up as a bartender. That's what you said. This needs yes. to be a... They're going to have to start doing... Cocktails. Chop. Be boom. rebirthed. It, it was one of the coolest... <laughs> cocktail too. Paul Gaines enters the room. <laughs> Ice tails. All right, so cheers, gentlemen. Uh, Merry Christmas, Joe. Yeah, Merry Christmas, guys. To, uh, yeah, fuck it. There we go. <laughs> oh, that was a reach the table. Here we go. Woo. Cheers. Cheers, cheers. Oh, boy. Oh, mm. man. See, I'm not a fan of regular Jameson. I like Jameson 12-year. No, me either. I think re- and Paul can drink regular just straight-up Jameson. Rocks. Just a green label? You think? Yeah. He, yeah you'd you'd think that he had like a tin whistle in his ass. Like you can just man. fucking drink that stuff. And I'm like, oh. I, I can't. I think it tastes like gasoline. It burns. It's got a real weird aroma. This to is me, definitely different than regular Jameson. Oh you can hell tell. yes, it is. is yeah, this stuff. is pretty mellow. But so. also, like I've been the 21 days now in a row. I've drank some sort of fine high end fucking whiskey. So I'm like, my palate's like, well, and then we'll spend like 20 minutes or 30 minutes describing. Just talking about. So it, like yeah. my brain is in that function. Uh, I think my favorite one so far was a Japanese 
uh, rye Ooh. that was finished with some sort of like toasted rice or some shit like that. Okay. Oh my god, okay. it was good. I'm in for but, this. And I love rye, and it was a straight rye. I had a customer bring <clears throat> me some Japanese whiskey for Christmas, uh-huh. and this this shit is cracking. I mean, super so clean. Was it under Almost. the Suntory brand, or was it a different? Do, do, you, uh, do you remember? It's Yamato Sun. Oh yeah, okay, okay. And this stuff is so clean and kind of almost apple-like. Uh, hmm. It's very crisp, a little bit of smoky, like after it sits in the cup for a second. Kinda, yeah, kinda yeah. Air breathes a little bit. Yeah, yeah. breathes a little bit. You, at, towards the very end of it, it has like almost a little bit of a ashtray feel to yeah, it. Yeah, I like that. Like, oh, yeah, where did that yeah. come from? Yeah, I'm a big fan of. Um, in fact, it was it was either it, it it the actually I know right where I was the first time I had it was uh, Lefroy Ten, mm. which is kind of if, if you if I've got eighty bucks to blow, <laughs> you know uh, I'm gonna buy that or if I see it on a menu somewhere and I and I'm and I'm okay paying fifteen bucks for you know a one and a half ounce pour, I'll get Lefroy Ten because I love Isla Sky and, and that's and it was Jeremy and uh, Foss and Tim Schritter that got me really turned on to Lefroy. Uh, Tim bought me some at a. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been to Flag Brew in Flag Downtown no, Flagstaff. No, I haven't. It's the only brewery I've ever been to that has the it has the most ridiculous whiskey list. Mm. Like it's Where, uh, where's the location of this one? In uh, right in the center of downtown like Flagstaff, by the, like not a, too far from the tracks. You're saying it's Except directly the... across the street. It's on Route 66. Okay, it's on Route 66. You know that? Um, it's like a. It, 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 you could tell it used to be a like a half street or a an alleyway mm-hmm. and they blocked it off at both ends and it's just foot traffic and there's there's a, a brewery and, and restaurant on this side as you're walking off of route 66 a brewery and restaurant here and there's like a, like there's a couple shops and then there's some uh, was that the one that we tried to places? go to when your daughter graduated and your family was up here and we were driving downtown and we couldn't it was you know it was, it was graduation weekend so yeah. or week or whatever it was so it was really that crowded that might have been I didn't want to derail the conversation. I'm I can't remember that's if that's that the one or not. I can't. I can't. Okay. I cannot recall. All right. Anyway. Anyway, that day was kind of a blur for me. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. Flag Brew has a like they have one of their those laminated menus that's like legal size paper. You know, it's like fourteen yeah. inches by ten or whatever. So it's like that size. It's three pages front and back, and it's an eight font, and they'll give you a magnifying glass if you need it to Jesus. look through the whiskey list. If you wow. if you've got you know five six grand, you can go in there and get yourself a bottle of Pappy twenty three year, but you have to buy the whole bottle. You know, if you all the way down to like Jack Daniels, your your Jameson stuff like that, but they have like the whole line of Lafroy, all the Lagavulin, and they have everything split up between. They have Irish whiskey. They have, they have Irish whiskey. Their scotch is all by, labeled by, you know, organized by region. American whiskeys are all, you know, your, your bourbon, you have your rye, you have your this, you have that, your Canadian whiskeys, and all, like a Japanese whiskey, like all of it. Mm. And it's just, and their prices are reasonable, you know. Well, when uh, they buy but, a volume and yeah. have that kind yeah. of selection. It's just, it's weird you go in there and like they have like your regular bar menu, like bar food. They have like five beers that they do. That's it, and they haven't made, they haven't changed up their beers in fucking twenty this years. This is beer that they make. That they make right okay. there, right there on uh-huh. premises. Okay, and but then they have like little gems like like that whiskey list, or it's the best fucking poutine I've had outside of Canada. Oh, I'm not even joking because there's a dairy right outside oh, of Flagstaff, you so have that's told where they. Me that. Yeah. Oh, I love. And, and they and they do it right. It's beer batter fries, and you can't. This like, is another if, word I haven't heard of. It was a stupid calendar that I never heard of. What you never heard of poutine? That that also. Oh my! <laughs> Something poutine. I Pout- that's correct. Okay, so poutine is a it's a French Canadian thing, okay. as you can tell by poutine. Like it's P O U T I N E. 
he was from Maine, South so, Canada. Yeah, yeah basically. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. So anyway, go ahead. So poutine is at its most basic in its most basic form is French fries with brown gravy and uh, cheese curds on top, like uh, squeaky cheese, like uh, cheese curds. So brown gravy is the topping. Yeah, and then you sprinkle cheese curds on top. And you do you eat it with your hands? You can, but most people, I think, fork eat it with it. their like, you fork it because it's yeah, covered in gravy. Okay, it's slathered in fucking okay. gravy. Uh, but uh, you I can add. Like, I oh, like it. Excellent. Okay. I like it with uh, either chive or scallions, uh, and it, it dish it like extra because I there's a there's a food truck in downtown Dayton that hangs around some of the breweries that don't have food. Just, most of them don't have food. Smartest it, business a, model. It is hundred uh, percent great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's a poutine truck. And they have something like 25 toppings you can put on there. Wow. They also have, the, get, check this out, they have sweet poutine, which I'd never I'm sorry, heard of. I'm sorry, you can say that out loud sweet, in public? Sweet, sweet poutine. poutine. <laughs> sweet, sweet poutine. So it's... Uh, and they could do that outside of Perum? <laughs> Give me some of that sweet, sweet poutine. What? All right, so what is sweet uh, like, poutine? Like you th- I'm ready. just thinking Ed would be uh, like all excited. He thinks we're going to go get some really good... Like food, and we just show up at a brothel. I'd be so disappointed. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I thought we were gonna have like toasted coconut sprinkled on this so and marshmallows. That's what it, essentially what it is. It's uh, it's French or it's or it's a uh, 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 sweet potato fries. Sure. Oh, okay. And a chocolate sure. sauce on top, okay. and then you'll have like shaved coconut, uh, white chocolate. Wow, the one that I got the was the ba- there was their basic sweet poutine, and it was Wait, chunks of so white we can chocolate. Get this in Flagstaff? No, that's in Dayton. Oh, god. In fact, the last okay. time I had it was right across this, uh, is, or right on the same side of the street as uh, Warped Wing. We should open up a the... poutine shop in yeah. downtown Kingman. We, <laughs> we really should, dude. <laughs> you, we really you should. wouldn't be able to get near it. We would run out of shit in two hours every Just day. Just smothered and covered everything. Well, and most of the ones, at least from what I understand, I've never really partied much in in Canada, but uh, it's it's a it's a thing. To go to a poutine shop at like one or two o'clock in the morning after the bars closed down. Oh, like it's, it's just it's, like us going it, to a taco store. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So this, so this came from France. You're saying originally, uh, kind of thing, I mean, or not, or is it made I, up in Canada? I would say it might be a Quebecois thing. They like the, the fucking those assholes, they, those cheese eating fuckers. They they want to claim everything. Right. Sorry, Ed. I'm they sure really you're do. related to someone, but you understand where I'm coming I'm, from. I'm actually absolutely <laughs> totally not related. Literally, to the only Canadians I've ever met that were fucking dickweeds were all French Canadians, like okay. all of them, like, oh, ev- yeah, like every really single are. fucking one of them. So yeah. you're saying so they're they're claiming the need to invent this? I or think not? so. Yeah. It's okay. it's Quebec. Yeah. Quebec by itself, because like Newfoundland. You know, like the eastern, eastern side, all, the, the, all, all that stuff's cool. All of the Maritimes, everybody beats. there is super yeah, fucking St. rad. Lawrence or whatever. Yeah, like all of them. They're totally okay. It's uh, Quebec. Then downtown, yeah. like the no, big really city is. Quebec. Yeah, Alberta, Saskatchewan. Uh, like the, uh, the, the Fuck, I even met a guy from Yukon Territory, which was incredible. And I was like, dude, did you know Jack London? And he's like, I did not know Jack London, but like, <laughs> Jack London. but there's shit everywhere with his name <laughs> I, on it. I'm surprised like, he didn't like look at you insulted. Like, <laughs> no, he thought it was funny. Like he was, he was, he I was like, man, I've met a lot of people, like a lot of people from various places all over Canada, and I've been to a couple. But well, I've driven through. Let's see, northern end of Vancouver, the edge of Yukon Territory, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Ontario. Uh, and I've driven through all of those, like in a, with my with now my dad in a, in a big from truck. Tucson, yeah, to so from Toronto, from Toronto to Vancouver, BC. <laughs> like I just have to start <laughs> changing all the lyrics to Willen to turn into a Canadian truck driver song. Is <laughs> such a life. Great, that's such a good idea. Oh man, oh god. Anyway, uh, but I'd never met anybody from Yukon Territory. I'm like this is fucking cool. Like this is like I, and, and 
Like they don't. It's not a. It it's it's not a province. It's a territory still. It's just it's mm-hmm. like it's like Puerto Rico or fucking Saipan or something. Okay. Like yeah, it's not, they have three territories and like nine provinces. Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell that you got educated and you used to live like five minutes from fucking Canada. Not yeah. maybe a little more than that, but like yeah. Oh, I could probably ride my bike to Canada. No, sh- well, okay. Except you're Ed Man, you can ride your bike fucking twenty miles without taking a breath. So that was like where I really fell in love with like just what are where does that go on a bicycle? Was mm-hmm. right. there because right. you could get away with doing stuff like that yeah. there without dying. You can look down the road and go, I don't know where that goes. Yeah, yeah, because really, you're gonna cross water at some point. Right. Just like lay the bike down, stick your face down in the water, gurgle up. That's what I did as mm-hmm. a kid, and you know, I just get to keep a point. On going. I mean, there were times where I would like I would. There's there's areas of the town or near the town that I grew up in, and I kind of lived not really in the center of Troy, Ohio. Like I was really, I was about a mile from outside, maybe two miles from outside the city limits, right? And actually, no, I take that back. I was like half a mile from outside the city limits in one direction, right? And it was like lots of woods and and streams and shit like that. Nothing like Maine, because I've been I've been to some places in Maine. And it's, it's fucking remote. There's like twelve people who live in Maine, and they all work for LL Bean. It, it seems like it. Yeah, yeah. it does. Uh, or getting lobsters. Yeah, yeah. Or they work for the shipyard. But I did the same thing. I would, I would just wander off on my bike. I had a badass mountain bike. I could fit three water bottles on it and yeah. a backpack, and just bring a, a pocket knife. And age of cell phones was not existent yet. So I, um, I was like, I'm just gonna ride, and then I could ride along the river. It was like old decommissioned railroad tracks that they'd rip the railroad tracks out, but because they had put down so much rock and the oil drippings and stuff, nothing grew there. Sure. So the grass never got very tall. There was yeah, no, of and so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and that's so we just through the woods highways. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. it's a trail system that connects. It rails goes, to it, trails. Yeah. It, it go, has yeah. all over Atlanta too. The, it's, same thing. It goes from Toledo to the Ohio River now. It's fucking. Mm-hmm. It's like a hundred and right around 200 miles probably. Mm-hmm. And right, runs right through Troy, which it's like, if you, if you really wanted to get like fucking people get a little nutty. Like I've I've met some of these people where they will, kind of do what I think you used to do: is ride your bike for miles and like thirty, forty miles on a fucking Sunday. We went, we went seventy five miles one one yeah. day. Went to Alabama and back, and then or whatever it was because I'm near the west end That's of the state. That's a metric century. That's it, a met- kind of is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That in the south in the summertime, that is considered a century ride. Anything over ten miles is a century. But what's ride. really cool with the Atlanta Rail to Trail stuff is it's called the Silver Comet Trail, and there are little towns that where my stepmother lives now in Mapleton that I I remember seeing it. You know, I normally was familiar with it riding the bicycle. Yeah, in the little bridge there, and oh, we're in Mapleton now. Well, now my stepmother lives in Mapleton, so I visit her, and I've driven around Mapleton. There's a Silver Comet Trail from the car side. Now I've never seen sure, it from the car. That's side. really strange. That's cool. Yeah, and yeah. then and then right there, just over that. I remember we used to stop there because there was a bike shop, and you know get Gatorade and snacks and stuff, and sit yeah. outside and and you know take a break and then continue on. Yeah, it, yeah. it's uh, all these little towns are set up to go along, and they're not many miles apart between them, so you can usually just pass by most of them because you're sure you know, you don't need to stop at every single one. But then there's always food or something. To, yeah, you got to refuel. It's a great. It's such a great thing. These people were going from. Uh, Dayton, from, essentially from Fairborn, like uh, what is that? Wet, uh, east side of Dayton. So from Fairborn, which is where Wright Pat Air Force Base is, Air Force Museum is right there, and and the um, Huffman Prairie, where the Wright brothers, which we all know, are all mm-hmm. Wright brothers nerds. So uh, about eight, ten miles from the starting point where these people started was the first brewery they stopped at. And I got, to, I met these people and was talking to them about their bike ride. I was telling them about you and the bike shop and all that shit and. 
Like, this dude actually kind of looks like a Wright brother, and he doesn't just work on bikes. He fixed my fucking tailgate on my truck and shit. And they, what they were doing is they were riding from Dayton to Cincinnati, which is on that trail is probably about 60 miles, may, maybe 70. But they were going to stop at every brewery. And I was like, how many breweries can there be Ooh. right next? Well, because <laughs> Yellow Springs Brewing, probably I forgot, all of them. is an old yeah, train. All, <laughs> all the breweries are there the, on the like, way. Until the last like one. Like yeah. 16. They were going to have, <laughs> oh, they're, 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 they're going to hit 16 breweries. They'd already hit two. And uh, Mike Hinman and I were there. It was back a couple years ago when he and I went back to Ohio to visit my mom and whatnot and went to Yellow Springs, Yellow Springs Brewing. I forgot that the brewery is, was an old depot. The, the, the main uh, tap room was an old train depot. Oh, so it's right next swell. to the, you know, to the, the, pa- the paved path that's now that cool. used to be yeah. the tracks. And these people, I mean, but I asked the guy, I was like, how often do you guys do this? They're like, oh, we do this once a month, at, when it, like in the spring, summer, and fall. I'm like, you guys are fucking crazy. But I guess it wouldn't be too big to think about if you have like, like a snack and a beer, not a heavy beer, you know, and you go and you pedal on and then you're you really do pedal it off. Yeah, you, you probably, absolutely yeah, will pedal and, it and off. You, you can do this, hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's not like a blast. Hell, I did that. I did like brewery hopping in uh, Honolulu with Timmy. I mean, it's not you're not riding that far, but I did that with uh, Timmy, and then J- Jason Humphrey was on a skateboard, which was just so much fun. And uh, we're on the Bicky bikes, like the rental bikes yeah. that are little three speed, shitty, solid sure. rubber, just beat the hell out of my taint kind of situation, but. You do write it off because I was drinking like three or four beers at each brewery because I was like, you guys have some good, good shit. And I'm like, get a little buzzed up and you're a little shaky at first. And then eventually you just kind of sweat it off. Yeah. You and it is kind of nice. Through. Yeah. You kind of take a Like we got to uh, this one brewery that's like maybe a, about a block from from the beach, and, like the one end of Waikiki. So we just jumped in the water and like then then you're really good to go. Oh. It's like hit the outdoor showers, rinse off the salt water, throw your shirt back on and then just ride to the next place and but these people like they were gonna they hit they already hit they were on their third brewery and nobody had a buzz but the one guy he started off with like four shots of some sort of whiskey because this one brewery they started the, the brewery they start off at is also a distillery and they he's like he was the one lagging behind but like <laughs> he's also the one that this is the guy that's the guy that organizes the whole thing so Apparently knows what he's doing. Like you guys, motherfuckers. You, you are could crazy. put down. You could put down quite a bit of beer while riding yeah. a bike. Oh, oh I mean, yeah, seriously. Yeah. You go and to like some of the races and stuff. They'll have like little like care centers where you stop to like eat a banana so you don't cramp and stuff. There's guys over there like chugging down a flask. Mm-hmm. I love that. He's over on like the side of the trail. Who else wants a shot? And they'll be at the next aid station. Chugging mm. down another shot or having another beer, mm-hmm. and they it doesn't affect them God. at all. Well, you're probably drinking water in addition to that too. I'm guessing, pro- you know, or, or not really. I kind of wonder. Yeah, I don't know. If they are. <laughs> Maybe I they're really not. Really do because yeah. these guys are turbocharged. Yeah, yeah. there's they're, those they're, guys are just raw dog crazy yeah, people. They're alcohol injected. Yeah. Uh, if you will. <laughs> did you uh, do you do you remember when the guy you guys did your century ride and came to Blackbridge and the guy passed out? <laughs> Almost. Checked Fuck out. It, almost checked out. Dude, all oh. he drinks is Coca Cola. That's it. There's no such thing as water. Water is in. But didn't Coca-Cola. he? I thought somebody <laughs> had said that he drank. All he drank was water, just straight water. It didn't replace any electrolytes all day long, which is so much worse than you. Like he could be drinking Coca Cola all day long, and he would be been better off than drinking nothing but water, because then you sweat out all your electrolytes. So he he's notorious for only drinking Coca Cola. That is literally all he. He ever thinks drinks. that's a superpower. It so turns out. I think he started off with the Coke. We did. The ride and he had like a bottle of water. So okay, you said the this century ride was it explained to the people out there? Not necessarily. We didn't do a full. Century oh, okay. okay. He, I think he did a bunch of the ride before we even started. Like, right. Oh, I got warm. Century up. ride is a hundred hundred miles. Okay. Hundred miles. But what we were doing was like s- some ridiculous amount of elevation, like uh, uh, like up to Windy Point. 
Okay. Across, down in through the murals of... Uh, oh, behind chloride. Stolen Springs, chloride, and yeah. across. It was a pretty good amount of elevation, middle of summer. Yeah, that's, that's different than the rails to trail. The rails are just flat. They're all flat oh, as yeah. all hell. <laughs> this is seven miles of pure uphill. Yeah. yeah. Like, literally yeah, just big, seven Did you guys miles. ride up Big, big Wash, Wash Road? Road yeah. So riding up Big Wash Road, shit, my truck would have to be in second gear going up there. Maybe third gear oh, if I'm going 20 miles an hour. When you hit the you're like, oh, I finally made it up to the top. And then you, like, turn the corner and you see it's, like, still you're so like, they're far still, up You're like, damn it. <laughs> You're like, oh my gosh, like I'm only two thirds of the way up this yeah. joint. I and then the, I was half the road least. down into the back way into the murals and, and coming it's into chloride is, is, oh, it's bad. Dude, it's, he melted the brakes off of his bike. So he's like a pretty conservative <laughs> rider. You know, he's like dragging the brakes a bit. And, you know, we're dicing it up, mixing it up from left to right, like following each other around all these like. You know, the trail really weaves around quite a bit because we're like borrowing like what the cows use for the four wheel drive type yeah. stuff. And uh, he's just trying to like maintain not going fast. That was his only. That ammo, was the goal. <laughs> was like, I can't go fast. He was very rigid and we could literally smell the rubber pads. And it's like the only time I've ever seen this in my life. The rubber pads literally breaking down on the sidewalls of his rims. Oh, wow. We're like all on kind of newer bikes that have like disc brakes. Oh, okay. Whether they're yeah, hydraulic sure. or mechanical, we're running right, disc yeah. brakes. He is like the only person with rim brakes. And you can, He's out there you can tell. He's out there on his $90 Huffy from fucking Walmart. No, He's... it was really high-end stuff from like the 90s. Like super high-end stuff. But not disc, 90s. yeah. But not disc <laughs> brakes. Oh, break. my God. Like I remember pulling over with him i'm like hey man you all right you're doing okay he's like i just have no brakes no matter how hard i squeeze it just won't stop and i'm just kind of out of control i'm like all right i'm gonna you know i'll hang out with you why don't you have something to drink oh no i drank all i'm gonna drink which was coca-cola no no I- his one little bottle of water that's like oh his, in the back of his jersey pocket oh that's it okay that's it he went through his he's like no i've i've had all i'm gonna have. pretty sure this was summertime summer oh yeah absolutely. it was definitely oh summertime. Summer. peak summer yeah wow. like but i got three liters of water in my backpack i would drink have drank that three liters on the way to the fuck it like uh, like just the flat part of big wash road the three liters we gone i drink so oh, much no, fucking water no. he wasn't even interested in drinking water until we hit like the flat top oh, where we run along Jesus. the top of the Sir bats or whatever. That's he nuts. was not even interested in water before that. Someone said, well, before I go hiking up the mountains up here, which has been a little while, I'll, I'll front load a full liter. While I'm driving up the mountain, I'll sure. just I'll make sure I've got a full liter of yeah, water yeah. in Absolutely. me before I head out and then have a couple more liters. And, of course, there's a well up there, too, you can yeah. tap into. But anyway, yeah. That guy was a... Uh, oh, know, he was like, hurt. He, like, totally... He, he went into a seizure-type situation. Yeah. But absolutely fell off the bar stool onto the ground in a full rigid position, like having a seizure. Wow. Yeah, it and was, that's uh, what happens when you don't be nice to yourself. That's how you clear out a bar real fast, too, is when firefighters and oh, yeah. paramedics have to come into the bar. You're it's like, all fun. of a sudden, it's not fun anymore. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, yeah. Like, it's like, God damn it. I, I, had to call, I had to call EMS at least four times to Blackbridge in 10 years, at least four times. That's actually the, not too bad. It's not too bad. Those but, are pretty good numbers. Yeah, except I'm not saying, uh, uh, keep in mind, I rarely bartended more than one day a week. Okay, good point. Think <laughs> about that, and not for very long, and it was during the day. So just think about that. That's a good point. Yeah. Eh, you know, whatever. Usually, it was usually things that were like that, people would just, I mean, I mean they were just hammered or not well, hammered. Well, a lot of times it wasn't even that they were hammered. Like, we had a guy who just slipped and fell outside because he didn't, you know how the how uneven the curb, like, height is mm-hmm. sure. all over the place downtown. Yeah. And it was one of those spots that is uh, kind of far. And he fell, the way he fell is he fell into his car off the curb 
and his head was cocked about 45 degrees to 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 the right and his shoulder was on the ground and his head was like on the tire and his wife and he was an old guy in he between was, the curb and the car um uh no like his his hips he was laying on his side his hips were still up on the curb. Oh snap! And he was shoulder was down at an angle at, on and the his head on was the street against the tire, and head was leaning against the tire, uh, pinned up against his shoulder. So his shoulder went shoulder head yeah, tire. That's, that's a crumpled up. And position, it was scary. Man. It was scary as all hell. And his wife, <clears throat> his wife had been the biggest bitchiest fucking Karen. She was pissed off that we didn't have. It was so long ago we didn't have wine in there. Mm-hmm. Like we, she was pissed we didn't have wine. Like what kind of brewery doesn't have wine? You guys don't even serve food and blah blah blah. blah, blah. Like just. Being a, a lot of a lot of breweries. She was such a bitch. <laughs> and like her friend was like kind of like the lady, the, the, uh, the, the, like it was like two, two wives and two husbands. And like the other wife was like, oh, why is she fucking, Tell why me are we she jumped out of the car and started shaming him. She, no, no, he was, he was, uh, what he was actually going to go open the door for her and he fell. Oh. And she started screaming and she ran. I had the door open and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I can see legs. Sticking yeah, yeah. up, uh, like wow. I was like, "Oh fuck!" So I grabbed the phone, called nine one one, and she's like, "You need to call nine one one." Like I'm, I'm on it, and she starts screaming at me. I'm like, "You need to shut the fuck up, stand there and be quiet, so I can talk to these people." Got it? Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, "And I'm like, stop talking." Yeah, it's four twenty one Beale Street, Blackbridge Brewery, right around the corner. We had a fall, approximately seventy year old male. Da da da. We're not moving Oof. him. His neck's cocked to the side. Probably not going to be anything serious, but I don't want to move him because he's pinned between this and this. And they're like, okay. They fire truck pulls up. I know every single firefighter and the one only, the single paramedic that's on there. I know him too. I still work at the hospital then. And then I gave the lady, uh, I was like, all right, so your husband's going to the hospital. They're going to check him out, make sure he's okay. Here's the thing. I'm gonna, you're tourists, not from here. And oh, she's like, like, I'm going to give you explicit directions to the hospital. That's where my primary job is, okay? No, I need you to listen to me. And she's like, okay. And I fucking do this, get on I-40, go east, next exit, get off, turn left, go under. You'll see the hospital right there. Emergency room is right in the front. And she came back about uh, maybe two hours later. They had checked him out and released him, and he was fine. And she came in, and she and he came in. He's got like a neck brace on. A halo. Yeah, not quite. A, no, it wasn't a halo because he. Well, he, they said that he tore a little bit of, of musculature, but otherwise it was just a it was a bad neck sprain. And she came in and thanked me, and apologized for how she was treating me earlier. And I was like, just maybe remember that next time. Like, there, you never know who like you're like who might be there to help you out. And I helped you out even though you were an absolute terrible bitch to me earlier today, including while I was on the phone trying to help your husband. And I'm sorry I told you to shut the fuck up. And she's like, no, I needed to be told to shut the fuck up. And I was like, all right. Like I told, told someone's meme to shut the fuck up. Like, I, I'm just... I, it's not often you get an opportunity right. for Not that. too right. often. Not too often. If but you it was, get one, you almost should use it. You have to. Yeah, you have yeah. to. It's like uh, to. after the age of 40, don't waste a boner, don't trust a fart. Yeah, don't. <laughs> <laughs> and never turn down a, an opportunity to go to the bat, like take a pee. <laughs> that's, that's what that's it. my dad told me that. Yeah. Dad told me that when I was probably 20. And I remembered it, never mentioned it again. And then w- the day I turned 40, he called me, and he's like, Hey, remember. Just remember what I told you now that you're 40. Never yeah, turn yeah. down an opportunity to go to the bathroom. Don't waste a boner. And fucking never trust a fart. On speakerphone in front of Timmy and Jason Humphrey. And they, 
Timmy's laughing because he's only like 36. And I was like, it'll happen to you. He's like, oh, old man. Yeah, keep keep doing that fucking nose candy and yeah, it'll sure. happen to you. You already practically shit your pants anyway. And Jason, who's three years older than me, is like, your dad's right. He's a smart man because he's right. It's real. 100%. Yeah, it's real talk. It's fucked up. Hey, uh, do you want to? You guys want to take a break? We can we'll, have a break. So normally, uh, Ed may not know this, but our normal format is which we don't have to follow because it's Christmas, and we're we drinking. ain't got to do shit. It's and we, Christmas. And we're, I'm we're looking drinking. for the big timer. I was looking for like a LED. Like, <laughs> There's no <laughs> LED. It's 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 numbers. just right here. But right, normally, yeah. the first <laughs> half, shall we say, we kind of just talk and blab and fuck around, which we've been doing a pretty good job of. And then that last half, we'll pick like a serious topic. But we don't need to do that. We can tell like uh, Christmas stories. You were going to tell us something earlier before we started recording, maybe. Do you you were you asked me like, oh yeah, maybe some traumatic Christmas stuff. Oh yeah, uh, we're going to come back and really dude, air I started the, and talk about my life's problems at Christmas. Yeah, in okay. My youth. That's what we're going to do. We're going to we're un- going to unwrap that gift. We're going to we're going <laughs> to unwrap that trauma and let it out into the world like oh, a I'm like a wildebeest. All right. We will be back, folks.
So we have uh, Mr. Mann back with us on the second half of the show. And we have up on the uh, – for those of you that want to get in the Christmas spirit, maybe, if you feel like it, you can go to YouTube and look up, uh, like, winter uh, Christmas markets in Europe, for example. That would be one thing to Google or, or youtube you YouTubeable. You can you, – I mean, <laughs> technically Google. you are Googling it because Google they, they owns, do own it. They own yeah. they it. Anyway, own, so we're looking at Strasbourg, uh, France, for example, uh, during Christmas. And it's – they – a lot of the European uh, older cities know how to really dress up for Christmas. They really do. Yeah. So you can, just uh, some dude walking around with a camera, holding it nice and steady, you know, and walking through the city at night with all the Christmas shoppers or gawkers. And uh, there it is. So anyway, uh, I have a question. What is the Bruce Willis movie that people say? Is that a Christmas movie? Is all this bullshit if it's a oh, Christmas H- movie or not? Hudson Hawk? Yes, him. That's him. Yeah, that's the movie. That is my favorite Bruce Willis movie, by the way. And anybody who wants to argue that God, with I've only me, seen I'll, that once. That, that's a good movie. It's one of my I'm with you favorite on that. That movies. That is a great movie. I know I've only seen that movie once. You, I, we I need to watch it more. We'll turn that into a Christmas movie. We're getting movie. a little buzz, by the way. We're it, working through this black light, black barrel, excuse me, uh, Jameson. Here's, uh, the, here's the funny thing. Yeah. It's Die Hard. Yes. And people say have said for years it's a Christmas movie because it takes place on During Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Whatever. Except that years ago on one of the celebrity roasts on Comedy Central, Bruce Willis was on there. Mm-hmm. In fact, it might have been his roast. And he gets up and he goes, first things first, I want to let you guys know, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Boo. Yeah. And the, just the fans like, need to determine this. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean... Yeah, I mean the okay. guy kind of does. He's the he is the protector of that uh, of that uh, uh, franchise. Yes, because he owns the rights to it now. He bought the rights to the franchise after oh, Die did? Hard oh, Two. That's yeah, a good, good for yeah. him. I, that was I a solid move. Right Kevin there. Smith's like stand up thing that he does, like Q and A stuff. And somebody asked him about uh, directing or being a. He had a cameo in Die Hard. It was like Die Hard Four, uh, the the, com- the, com- the the computer one that mm-hmm. was like about computer hacking. And he goes, Bruce Willis owns that, and he is a he is a prick on set because he'll say, no, 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 this is not how that's going to go. This is not how I want my franchise to go. And he he makes he tells the director kind of what to do, which is kind of cool. I can appreciate that. So that having been said, I guess it's not a Christmas movie, but it takes place during Christmas. All right, in that light, because it's a similar thing. Is Lethal Weapon? I was just hundred percent Christmas movie. The first one, absolutely. Yes, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's the same kind of thing. It takes right? place. In fact, it takes it really place <clears throat> before Christmas, during, and after Christmas. Like it's a, it's 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 a Christmas movie. I would say hundred percent. I love that movie. Yeah. I still like that movie. So I was listening to something the other day, and they brought up that movie, and they the guy mentioned something about Danny Glover retiring because he's too old for this shit. This shit. Yes. His knees are tired. Mm-hmm. He's forty two yeah, years 42. old. Forty two. Forty two. Yes. And I'm like, you know what? I get it. Forty two. I'm, I'm also forty two. I'm, I'm, I'm dead. I'm too fucking old for this shit. And mm-hmm. he looked way older. He did. I wonder You're if they right. kind of you know. Jazzed him up a little bit, to make or him just didn't. Older. He's like the one guy that didn't have makeup. Like right. he didn't have to sit in a makeup chair for an hour he before he went weathered. went on set. He just yeah, just showed up. Just right. Yeah, right. he had a hard life. Mm-hmm. Oh god, I do. I I celebrate all of those movies. Like I fucking love. The I haven't seen any movies. of them this year yet. By the way, just a few more I, days till Christmas. In a so long time. yeah, we've got the. Long time. It's actually the longest night of the year. It's uh the, the solstice, the solstice today. today. And this yeah. is unusual. That's right. So it's Thursday. Morning. We normally record on Tuesday, but you're gonna post this, right? So yeah, I'm gonna post this for this. Christmas. People are gonna get a Christmas bonus oh, this year. Yeah. It'll be uh, 
Christmas Eve night? What, I don't what, know. I, gonna... I haven't decided yet. It depends on if uh, we got a bunch of good girls and boys out there. Like, okay, we, I don't know when. Uh, you got a bad boy here. Uh, that's that's <laughs> fucking true. We got well, we got Paul here who never heard of an advent calendar. This is this still. This we cannot I'm talk about this for this episode or this half of this even episode. We can't to comprehend this. I just wanted to throw. I, I just want to give a little it. little call back to the first segment because okay, it's just it, it's it, it's mind boggling to me that how experienced you are in life and and and. So worldly. many things and Just worldly, how worldly my that man and I feel like you're kind of we're at a disadvantage. Like I feel bad for you. It's Are, not. I'm, I'm, I'm not making too. fun of you. I, I have and que- it's fine. I have, I have questions about my my life. You know, my I grew up. <laughs> it, it, no, I, I do a lot. All the time. But it, but this this one little thing makes me think of did I grow up in a what's on Air Force bases. Right. And I wonder if this was not really in the military or it was and I wasn't paying attention when I was a kid. Or my mom just didn't. It wasn't in her family, so they didn't do it. Like, where did I miss this? Was it in the wrong part of the country? It, yeah, was it because it was again a military bases. I don't know. I don't know where. where this it also thing... could have just not been a priority. Kind of like how I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life, which I will be watching between now He's and never Christmas. Seen it's a Wonderful Life. You probably haven't either, Joe. Oh, have either, man. My God. Oh, I absolutely have. Right, he's never seen. So this I've movie. never seen it. And what? It, well, here's How about the thing. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. I've I've seen that both of it, the old one and the one in the nineties. In fact, I saw. There's I, one in the 90s. Yeah, there was one that they made in the nineties. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm with I'm with him more. It, but it yeah. was it was one of those. Uh, you know, like the Coen Brothers did the shot for shot remake okay. with the same script as True Grit. They did the same thing with Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. No. Sa- oh yeah, hundred percent. We just That's in color okay. with no, and and no, I think people people tend to love it. My I saw it with my grandparents one Christmas, and they they loved it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's a litmus test. Somebody who probably I, I saw the original in the theater. It. Yeah, I you know. don't know right, if I can right. watch it. Uh, Are you, but you don't have to. If you're not going to commit, that's fine. That, yeah, no, I have committed it. to it. I, I found this year. It's on Amazon Prime. I, I've got it on my list to watch, and right. I just I'll watch it between uh, like now and Christmas. So that means what you're going to do. People going to be texting you. You're going to get disturbed. You're not going to be able to. Be invested in the movie. No, I'll be gonna... invested in the movie. Okay. No, I'll probably just get up early one morning, watch it while I have my coffee and, okay. and breakfast, and and you know whatever. Okay. Uh, but I wanted to make it a point to watch it because it's that time of year, and it it's similar to your advent calendar thing. Uh, is yeah. that you just it just it may not have just it wow. just may not have been a priority for your folks for for well, whatever. Reason. I was I was and, set back a, quite a a while or a ways or a depth when you said you had never seen. Yeah, uh, it's a wonderful, uh, it's a wonderful life. life. It's probably a similar thing. Like what advent calendar? And it is kind of strange that my my grandparents didn't watch it. I like I don't remember my grandfather. My grandpa and I watched all sorts of old movies. It used to be together. a tradition on Christmas morning. Why or Christ- would he purposely? Yeah, I don't know. I'll tell you what. My grandfather. You know, a movie Christmas movie. My grandfather absolutely loved what a Christmas story. He fucking okay. cackled okay. with yeah. laughter to shoot your I, eye out. I, I think that most humans like, would. He loved that movie, and I yeah. just I, so like, but and would we would lay around and like watch it on TNT for probably eight or nine times. When you know how they play it for twenty four hours on yeah, TNT yeah. every year for Christmas. You know, my wife's a and, Christmas vacation, which they used to do the same. Me si- too. Christmas vacation Christmas. is hands it's the same thing. It's, it's my someone favorite. for life. It was on for a while on TNT. Now it's, you can get it everywhere because the yeah. way the world is. But we used to. I don't know about you, Ed, but we would watch it on. Maybe Christmas morning or Christmas Eve day or something. The movie It's a Wonderful Life. Was there a certain day you would watch it? I think it was Christmas Eve. Or one of those. Yeah, it would be like a kind of a tradition, though. You would yeah, watch yeah. that movie. Uh-huh. That for was every before year. we would open up presents. Yeah. Now, Christmas anyway. Vacation, that movie, that's a movie that, that in my family, we watched it. Usually the first time we watched it was like the afternoon of Thanksgiving. I shit you not. And then several times, okay. and I'm still like that. I've seen it. Three- that movie doesn't mean anything to me compared to It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, agreed. So, like, well, I could leave that movie the rest of my life and not give a shit about it. You've only seen it once, no, no, no. though. There's I've no seen it a couple I could times. Have it ever. 
No. Uh, okay. All right. So you've seen it a couple times. I've which seen is of a lie, probably twenty or which thirty. Which is funny times. to me. He's only seen he's seen Christmas Vacation. You know, a couple times, a few three times, times, maybe whatever. Yeah. And it, the, every day that the scene changes from day to day is an advent calendar, and they open up the the little <laughs> thing. Because I remember that in, during our advent calendar conversation. Right, right. Yeah, Christmas Vacation, the vacation movies are a, a, always a huge hit in my family and always have been going sure. back to the and 80s. And they're funny. They're good entertainment. But, I, like, I Christmas it. Vacation is just so very Midwestern Christmas that it just kind of hit home. It really mm-hmm. is Midwestern. I have a, I have a yeah, great, yeah. yeah. I have a great, great memory of seeing it in the theater in 89, and it was the first time I visited Utah when my dad was living there and I was living in Ohio. And that's like a tremendous memory of me and my dad and my stepmom and my stepbrother went to the spaghetti, was it Spaghetti Factory? Yeah, Spaghetti spaghetti Warehouse. Spaghetti Warehouse, that's what it was. Spaghetti Warehouse, Warehouse, look at this street food, these big... Oh, boy. Oh, yes. I'm not not sure what that was. Definitely. They have these, like, kiosks, and that was like... um, Brown pasta. Like there it is, right, right there. There pasta? it is. Let's look at that again. Yeah, uh, yeah. What, what is that? Che- oh, it says cheese sep, whatever sep is. Oh, uh, juice de mopole. How come no one's buying it? Look, look at those oh big. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I guarantee I you, want it. it's somebody's. Oh, it's like that, that looks like uh like the little tiny. Oh, uh, spatzla, spatzla. That's what it that's is. What it, yeah, that's, that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Like the potato, a little potato noodles. They, yeah, they look yeah. they look like rice, like big things yes. of rice, but it's it's potato and flour and egg. Mm, this God is the, damn, that looks Jenna, good. Jenna and Phil used to make that for Thanksgiving uh, that? every year. Oh, wait, look, they, pretzels. Are those big pretzels and stuff? I'm pretzels. Oh, my God. Who doesn't want to be there right now? I would God. love to be there. <laughs> With some really good French wine. Do you see anybody yeah. that's mad? They don't look mad. Yeah, there's not a single, a single. There's no trash person. on the on the sidewalk at all either. Look at that. The, how curious. Yeah, that is interesting. Not a single empty water bottle. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. Wow. Anyway, I yeah. I don't know why you can kind of take it or leave it with Christmas Vacation because it's I, maybe it's just maybe it's it's it's, it's funny. It's a slight age difference thing. I think it that, could that, be because I just grew up watching it. Like I barely remember my life without Christmas Vacation in, in some in some. But way. I've seen both. It's a different kind. Of, it's a Wonderful Life. It's not. It's not. Oh, it's God, not yeah, humorous. No, it, it has nothing to do with no, humor at all. No, n- yeah, none whatsoever. Yeah, so very yeah, it's, it's a different category of. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I will be watching that probably not tonight. But I'm thinking maybe tomorrow because I got some. Free time during oh, the day I tomorrow, so I can. You have to right commit now. to it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. committed to it. I can hear bells ringing uh, every, every time. Teacher says when yeah. the bell rings. Bell rings. Bell rings. Yeah. rings. Yeah. I do know. See, I know all the little pop culture references. Yeah. I've just never seen the actual the movie. Right it's really right terrible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like the Joe, keep looking at this food. It, it just, I'm not sorry, Joe. Uh, 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 Ed, keep looking at all this street food. I can't, can't turn my eyes from it. This street food in the middle of the winter time in Strasbourg, France. It looks incredible. Anyway, go ahead. All right, wait, movie. So, so uh, the 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 I don't know. The thing is, is like it was just so advent calendars were not a thing. There was not an emphasis. There was no. There was there was no. It just wasn't a priority in your house growing up. I don't think I it's heard a this word until you. It's a you wonderful shared it life was never a thing in my household growing up for around Christmas. It just wasn't, and He's, I don't know why. Ed is Ed's blown getting, away on both, like, on both I, I sides. Gotta, I got to stop. He's blown right away now. over here. He's blown away Real over quick, here. I, ever since I heard like Paul's never touched an advent calendar, I just want to ask. He you, never even heard did, of it. When, he never heard the word advent before. Yeah. When you were a kid, did you have like at Easter time? Did they have yeah. like the super decorated egg that yes. you weren't like allowed to eat? Yes. It was like so. Well, we ate ornate. them all though eventually. Yeah, if you eventually to. it was like the last thing. Yeah. You would eat. We. I remember coloring eggs in my. And like my, the, like yeah. where the egg is carved open, it's like a chocolate egg. 
and the very center of the egg is opened up and exposed and very cathedral-like with lights. Little I'm, like I'm not sure I've seen one of those. And I've never heard that either. What? Yeah, I didn't have that either. Oh my! Oh, look God. at you with your silver spoon in your mouth, Ed. God <laughs> no, damn! Yeah, carved not. chocolate from little French girls or something. That yeah, were, absolutely. Is, <laughs> yeah, it's like white none of that. chocolate. The mystical white chocolate oh, lives inside. Where's the mystical there? white chocolate yes. carved egg guy? I'm telling <laughs> you, mystical white chocolate is what they used to call me in high school. Seize <laughs> <laughs> candy. <laughs> I think that's a seize candy. I, I, I've never you seen that. Seize candy when you were a kid. No, yeah, I, no, yes, definitely had seize candy. Like that existed, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Where, we, could you go, what kind of a store would you go to to buy this We would go egg? to the mall. Oh, there's a problem right now. This place <laughs> called Group of Stores. A it's mall. called a mall. We would go to a mall. I would love to go to a mall right now, especially after seeing this and just go I to the mall. I remember thinking that malls were like the pinnacle of fucking society when right. I was a kid. Because you, we, it was like for, for us in Troy, Ohio, to get to a mall, the nearest mall was like, it, 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 in my mind, it took forever to get there, but it was really like 25 miles and, away. And why would you not want to be in a huge covered space with endless stores and food and maybe a theater? And like a the- it's all indoors. And like a the whole theater, thing. and like my mom would let me, she's like, all right, you get a choice. You can get one of the giant cookies, you can get a giant fucking cinnamon roll, you can get a giant pretzel, and I'm like, pretzel? Yeah, I fucking dude. pretzel all day long, Hot every time. on a stick. Yeah. Orange, Orange Julius. Orange oh, Julius. Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you, I've been known in my day to Fuck up an orange Julius, oh, yeah. man! I oh, fucking yeah. love it still to this day. Uh, hey, look, candy add more food. For a coffee sucker. <laughs> what? So what? A seize candy? What? For a coffee sucker. Okay. That, that was. I my need bag. to have a coffee sucker from seize. Seize made that this. That was my favorite fucking thing ever. Part Where can we get friends. some of the seize oh, deliciousness? Man, What's that. the closest place we can get this? Uh, I think in Las Vegas. Yeah, we can go to. We go to the well. Not in uh, Havasu, do you think? We can, I don't know if the. I don't know if the Galleria will be open uh, on Christmas Day when we're up there, but we can go. We could go to check it out and see if the mall's open on Christmas okay, Day. Ed is finding this uh, oh. uh, extravagant. I, I've never. Okay, I think I have seen them. They're, like hard, they're hard like candy, right? They're really hard. Really wild. They'd but they're not. Like, cho- they're hard candy. They'd I've be never hard ever. Candy. It'd be like a mixed. I've bag. seen. One I've of never those. seen They'd that. Be it's super ornate. It's like a. It's like a candy Faberge egg. Yes. Yeah. I have seen yes. one of these. I've and never seen that, that before. That would be the last confection you would eat. Did I win the poor the ch- childhood wars? I guess. Like I said, I've yes. never fucking heard that before. I've never seen that. I have. I do. I do recall this, but not all the time. But I have seen those before. Huh. I thought that was common with like Advent calendar. I thought that was common. But like, is that is that a C's thing? Is that what it says there again? Um, to repeat no, that's myself just the closest okay. example that I could. What did you look up to find? I'm just curious. Uh, what did you look up to find that decorated Easter, Easter, Easter egg. eggs? <laughs> okay, we're gonna have you back on the Easter episode. We're gonna talk about resurrection and candy eggs. <laughs> I, I'll tell you. So I thought that was like just very common thing. You know, I I was raised in Southern California, where it's like a conglomeration of everybody. Right, it is. Yeah, you know, yeah. East Coast, West Coast, Midwest, North, South, mm-hmm. Mexican, other countries. Like, yeah, yeah, everybody, yeah. everybody, call me Asia, there. Asia, like every. Like if you don't there. have, the, the, I first learned about this. My my ex girlfriend from years ago, her dad, her dad was uh, from. Uh, she was born and raised in Las Vegas, but her dad was uh, older guy. I think he was like in his sixties when she when when when. When she was born, because he died when she was like eight. Wow! And he is uh, Southern California, all the way, right? Uh huh. And his mom hated to cook, so for Christmas they would go and get Chinese food. 
because the Chinese restaurants were the only places that were open on oh, Christmas yeah. Day, now which is something is, I had heard from Jewish, thing. like a yes. Jewish aunt and uncle that Jewish I had. Jewish people, right. Yeah, that's where they, if they wanted which to go, go out sense. to dinner, they would yeah. have to go to get, eat yeah. Chinese. So there were a couple years when this girl and I were together that we just were like, you know what, we don't feel like cooking, we don't want to host anybody. Like, fuck it, let's go Let's go get Chinese food. And, came, and, and here in Kingman, and went and had Chinese food at... The first time was OG. This is uh, you goddamn right it was. Hell yeah! <laughs> and then uh, the next year was uh, a, ABC. It, no, it, I'm just kidding. No, it wasn't AB. I loved ABC. Don't I, get me wrong. I loved ABC. I fucking miss it to this day. I do too. I also miss the Lowe's because oh, my yes. dad and I had Christmas dinner at Lowe's one time, and they did. It was cool. They did like a weird like smoked turkey stir Little fry and shit. Little known fact: Kingman used to be very well known for its Chinese food. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it was very well known Little for known fact. fucking. Oh, early- little, check out that tree. I'm sorry, this looks like early- a little courtyard area. That's kind of nice. Oh god. Anyway, what? go. Uh, known for Chinese food in Kingman. It was known for Chinese food because yeah. it was known for Chinese people, and it was also known like Chinese the, slavery. The, the fucking Chinese triad. Like the fucking gangsters. This goes way back from the railroad times. Yes, does it does. It, not? it absolutely okay. does. All right. And yes. a lot of those folks hopped off the the railroad and started businesses in downtown Kingman. And so, yeah. You know what else I learned? I so I go to the dentist for the like the first time ever in real life. Like I'm gonna pay the dentist to do something for my grill, mm-hmm. right? I have like a wisdom tooth. And I'm like, dude, this thing's got to go. This is a while back, obviously. Long yeah. time back. Yeah. So I go to Mexico to go have my wisdom tooth looked at. Dude, Mr. Miyagi comes walking out of the room into the little area that I'm in to be seen or whatever. And I'm like, where did this Chinese dude come from right now? Not actually fucking Mr. Miyagi. Like, no, not no, no. actually, like, <laughs> no, Pat no, Morita. No, like, it wasn't actually... Because right, no. I would shit. Not the real guy. Okay. But he straight up looks like Mr. Miyagi, and I'm mm. absolutely confused. You're in Mexico. I'm like, I yeah. went to Mexico to go have my teeth worked on. Here By comes this Asian Mexican. dude out of nowhere. What's going on? So he, like, speaks... You know, Spanish, 100%. I have no idea what's going on. Works on my teeth. I walk out there to my father-in-law who speaks Spanish, like, you know, college-level Spanish. And he's, like, having conversation with her, like, chuckling. Hey, let's go golfing and all this stuff. And I'm like, what the hell is this, Papa? I mean, that's a straight-up Asian dude. He's mm. like, hey, you don't know? I'm like, what? let me in on this little secret. He's like, a lot of the Chinese people that were slaved by the railroad escaped and went to Mexico. Yep. And there's huge communities. Mexicans. Yeah. Yep. And that's where you get like there are enclaves of Chinese down there. Yes. yes. Yeah. I had no idea. And that's uh, where you get like that's why one of the reasons why rice is so loved in Mexican yeah, food. Absolutely. That's, no shit. That's yeah. where you get Mexican wow, this yeah. is all coming. Ramen. Now I'm learning everything. The universe yeah. is now coming together with me rapidly. That's all why beer, yes. birria ramen is, is <laughs> it's now a thing in the States and it's been popular in the States for six, seven years. But birria ramen in Mexico has been around for a hundred years. For real. It, yeah, and uh, Tom Segura has a great bit about this where, like, the guy's, like, trying, this guy, he's checking into a hotel, and the guy's like, Segura, huh? So you're you're Japanese? And he's like, nope, definitely not. My mom's from Peru. My dad's a white guy. But the Segura name comes from, I, f- I forget where it came from. But And, and he goes, S- but you're white. And he's like, yeah. But you're but but you speak Spanish fluently, yes. So you're Mexican, no. And this guy's an idiot. He goes, and then he just he's like, you want to really have your mind blown? There are towns, whole towns of Asian folks of various descents, Koreans, Chinese, Japanese in Mexico, and they fucking speak Spanish too. Yeah, and wild. And I've met a few of those people in my travels around Mexico, and it is a mind fuck. 
it, it's it, it's every bit of a mind fuck is to see like you hear like dialects of Spanish being spoken by these Aryan looking fuckers, and it's all from Germans that. A ton of Germans oh, immigrated yeah, word, from word. from middle and southern Germany in the 1840s, 1850s to the United States. But a whole bunch of them were like, we're tired of the cold. Let's go to Mexico. It's and nice. they're still there. But they mm. didn't really, they were such outcasts for so long that they didn't intermarry. So they mm. still have, they're like six foot, two ten, blonde hair, Germans. blue eyes, very German yeah, fucking yeah. jawlines and shit. And then... They're speaking perfect fucking Spanish, but it's like a regional dialect of Spanish. It's like this fucking not like these guys that I've got some travel under my belt and I took two years of Spanish really in high school Spanish, like actual Spanish. It really but this is makes total to sense see. to me now because now I'm thinking, yeah, because all of a sudden in my head I'm going, it makes no goddamn sense for rice to be in Mexico. I mean, it, it, I mean because it's normally it's not a normal thing. Right. But this makes more sense now. Rapidly, not that type of rice. No, anyways. right. Yeah, it'd be long grain wild rice. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. Not the your typical short grain white yeah. rice. Yeah, it's not it, Spanish rice as us honkies know it here in the south. Yeah, right. Which is I I, and it cracks me up when I know people that are just deeply deeply rooted in Mexico and just maybe one or two generations removed from Mexico in the states as Chicano as they come. They're like, yeah, this is Spanish rice, and I was like, I'm pretty sure it's not fucking Spanish rice. <laughs> pretty sure it's not fucking Didn't Spanish rice. Didn't come from Spain. I'm, I'm, that's pretty stubby it, rice you got there. Yeah, no shit. Like this is not arbo- arboreal rice. You're not making fucking risotto out of this. This is not fucking Spanish <laughs> yeah. rice. The fuck are you talking nice about? Nice try with that. It just cracks me up because they're just like, yeah, it's Spanish rice. I'm like, okay. But maybe in Mexico they call it like fucking like uh like Spanish rice. Maybe that's because the dish goes back to Spain. So it's California rice. Oh, don't get me started on <laughs> California, California Californians rice. and their fucking opinion of Mexican food. Like it's I've come damn near like close to fucking blows, like fist fights with people that have moved here from California. They get pissed off because they can't find any quote good Mexican food here, and I'm just like. You're fucking on crack. Go back to Los Angeles. Well, you can't find any California Mexican food. That's the problem. Right, and that's yeah. the thing. Like, you can. Less you just got to go to a taco yeah, yeah. shop and get your fucking burrito with a bunch of French fries in it. Yeah. Fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> and it just, it, but then, like, you talk to, like, I've talked to a handful of friends of mine that are either from Mexico or spent a lot of time in Mexico. And the folks in Mexico that, that work in the food industry and Mexican food, like actual Mexican food, will say that California, because it's such a hodgepodge of a bunch of different yeah, styles right. and different regional Mexican fusion. cuisines, yeah, that it's now become kind of its own region. Yeah, it's like and the fusion. folks in Mexico are like, sure. oh, you, you want some, you, 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 know, you're, you want French fusion. fries and your fucking tacos and shit? Okay, that's mm. fine. My, my in-laws, so my mother-in-law, hers like four or five generations California, like mission yeah. style Oh, I've had this discussion. Right? With so, your mother-in-law before. My father-in-law is like four or five generations Spanish Inquisition style from New Mexico. Yep. And if you get the Southern California Mexican food and the New Mexico Mexican food mixed together, that is, in my opinion, the superior Mexican food, except for dog slash cat taco. Yeah, like on like, the street, like fucking street Mexico. rat shit. Hundred yeah. percent. I don't know what they put in that rat meat, but it is incorrect. You tell you, a f- I will buy those all day long. <laughs> funny the only quick, thing that comes uh, close to that is them two to combine. Funny quick story is a, a friend of mine. She uh, grew up like born and raised Golden Valley, Kingman area, right? And uh, she uh, moved to Southern California right out of high school. Got married. Stayed married six, seven years, got divorced, moved back to Kingman to be closer to her mom and all that. And uh, 
several years later, she got together with this guy and decided that he, with his job, it took him to uh, to uh, just outside of uh, Albuquerque, oh yeah, New Mexico, and. I was texting her. I'm like, so what do you think? There, you've been there like six months. What do you think? She's like, I think the Mexican food here is fucking atrocious. They nobody here knows how to actually fucking make Mexican food. I'm like, yeah, they think it's Mexican food. It's New Mexico style. Like it's completely different. It is. It's, it's totally it's totally different. World. It's not bad. She goes, yeah, but sometimes I want actual fucking Mexican food. I don't want food that the conquistadors have been making. I want some <laughs> shit from some dude who looks like he just climbed down out of a fucking tree down in Mexico. And I'm like, me too. Because I think it's it's not garbage. Like, I'll eat it, and I like it, but it's not what I want when I think of Mexican food. New Mexican food is not it. It's n- just not fucking it. Some of it is, I will say, they know they have their sauces down. Their, like their sauces, their sauces are, are supreme? Uh, sauces their are supreme. Beans. The see, way they do their beans. See, I don't think so. I, I really... I, <sighs> I, talking about in, uh, in, uh, in New Mexico. In New Mexico yeah. beans. They're just... More pure. But I'm also like a, uh, uh, and now you sound like a racist New Mexican. You're like I, just, we're just yeah, a little I, more pure up I here. I just can't help but to be factual. <laughs> I like the. Um, I prefer my like refried beans. I prefer black beans. I, I those do, are that's my favorite. That's really a deep southern like Mexico beans. thing. That's I one of my. I do like the black beans. But that's a uh, all right, our uh, our Mexican restaurant downtown off of Beal, uh, Jalisco. Jalisco, whatever. yeah. Is that got, is that black refried beans? Or you, I don't even they, know. they have they have they the do. regular frijoles, like just the regular, regular uh, like, brown, yeah, or whatever you want to call and, them. But I've asked them before. I'm like, do you guys have black beans? Like, you, we can make them on request. I'm like, that's fucking. So I've been able to order that a handful of times. So right. I'll and, tell you, because that's I, a Jalisco thing. Is 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 black refried beans? So they should do that anyway. Really, they should. But people go in there. They're, they're not used to fucking it. white people go in there, or people from Southern California. They're like looking for their fucking refried beans. Bring them out something black. They're gonna send it back. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll tell you, when I order my super honk specified food over from Chipotle, I always get it black beans. <laughs> okay. Always. Yeah, yeah, always yeah. with always the black beans. Black beans. Always. Same here. Chipotle's yeah. I've gone there twice in last, last week. I, I'm, I'm back on a Chipotle kick right now. Uh-huh. I love it. Yeah, I, I, I've been away for a while, but now I'm going back on It's the, enough to get two meals out of each bowl. Like, that's the way yeah. I look at it. I don't so even what? get... Yeah. No, you, you can if you load... Because there's the free shit. You load up the free shit. Okay. And if now, you, there is good ways. To if if you really want to yeah, cheat, yeah. you can buy yeah. two. It's two tortillas, and I think it's like they're like fifty cents or a dollar a piece. And then you get the bowl for like eight bucks, and you and make it your own. extra everything, and you get double two meat. Full, yeah, yeah. No, you don't it, have to get double. I don't even get double meat. I, I get do. extra of the free stuff. Sofritas double meat. I love sofritas. I, I still love don't know sofritas. how they roll up those burritos that fat. I see I all either. the stuff on that on that disc. I'm going. They can't, but every time they manage it. I don't know how they don't poke their fingers. Yeah, through. or something. Yeah, it's, it's like, a it's that's a talent. What I don't get. Yeah. It's a talent. It's it, got to be the slip between the glove, the finger, and the actual something. tortilla. Yeah. There's yeah. a little bit of slip there that keeps. If them you from notice, those tortillas are thick, though. Like they're they're yeah, really right. they and they're structural high. tortillas. They, they probably are. make their tortillas out of. Uh, um, Oh, what do they call that? Uh, carbon fiber. It's 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 nope. it's it's, it's it, yeah. They're carbon fiber. That's it's flexible, edible carbon fiber. Paul, right, have you fine. ever eaten an airplane wing? Well, yeah, you can at, at Chipotle. <laughs> a little bit at a time. No, it's uh. You know how there's glutinous rice. There's yes. there's another a heavier uh like wheat that has more gluten in it. Like there's some I, kind of wheat to that has. What it, I want to say glutamate for some. It's reason. not glutamate. <laughs> no, it's turns not. out that's a type of salt. <laughs> I know it's I not. I can't remember what that kind of wheat is called, but I I'd be willing to bet. 
bet that that's what they make it out of. Um, it's a little bit heftier, stronger. So yeah. shifting gears, let's get into a traumatic Christmas. Let's. Uh, oh gosh, let's. We've we were talking about had, Christmas stuff, we've and we've all then, had a bad Christmas. Everybody's had like, and, and everyone has their own opinion of what a like to, to varying degrees what a bad Christmas is. And, 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 and on some sure. certain normal level, and Ed told us a story. Uh, Ed's Ed's story, or he like, already told us a story, and I'm like, you're gonna give some people some real perspective. This I year. mean, so i I know there's worse. When, as soon as you told me your bike, yeah, my bike. So, folks, when I was about, I think I was six. That so that would have been like ni- nineteen eighty-seven. I wanted the nicest fucking bike, and it was a you know the dyno, all chrome with the blue and white checker pads on it, with a blue seat, and just just a cool fucking bike. Right, I had to have it. Stylish, very stylish, especially for the for time. the times. And oh, and living oh, yeah. living near like a like a like maybe two blocks away was a. Uh, and it was just a vacant field that people had built, like a cool kind of BMX track that it's we would like go. It's like cars and coffee in the eighties for kids. <laughs> on yeah, bikes. no shit, absolutely. Yeah. You wanted yeah. a BMX bike, and I never had BMX bike. I never had like I never had something that would qualify as a BMX bike. I sure. had things that were that size, but never one of those. So I begged and begged and begged, and my my mom and my dad and probably my grandparents chipped in and they made it happen, and I got to ride it exactly one day. And that was Christmas Day when I got it. And I, me and my friends were out fucking around and having a good time and showing off our new shit that we got. And one skin kid had a tire. Like, oh, skin just yeah. roasting. Yes. I probably went through a half a tire that fucking day. Yes. One friend had a, uh, uh, God, I can't remember. I used to know what the, the thing was called. It was, uh, it was made by Tyco. And it was a remote control, like, like, like dune buggy basically yes it's but it was a full circles all night absolutely mm-hmm. he had one of those God, we were playing with that those. and and just and he was taking off of the same jumps that i'm going off of on my bike so uh you know it comes time for christmas dinner it's like four or five o'clock or whatever go back to my house i leave yeah. my bike on the front porch and then just forget about it and i go to get it the next day and it's gone somebody stole it off my front porch and it's amazing I, to me the amount like, of. I'm sorry for not not just detracting from this bike stolen thing, and that was obviously terrible. But just putting a pause on for a second, it's amazing to me how many bikes get stolen in this town, or is it just common everywhere? People just steal fucking bikes. No, it's it's huge things. People really do steal bikes. It's fucking crazy. Everywhere. I, I never even everywhere. thought about this. I'm yeah, going. It, it, I don't get deal. this because it's like uh, so. I hey, just a little shout out to the people out there that are stealing bikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're brave, some bitches, because nowadays that's like larceny charges, mm-hmm. like yeah. grand theft charges. Yeah. Is it really? It you is because it's someone's. Of a it, bike. It's a mean of, means of transportation. Oh, so oh. they decided to recategorize yeah. it. So go just, go it, latch onto someone's eight thousand dollar bike and see what kind of charges. Yeah, you yeah. Have now with I can tell you, thousand dollar theft. When I was a teenager, like mid teens, fourteen, fifteen years old, in in Ohio, Ohio state law was passed that turned it into a felony. If you stole wow. a bike, a bicycle, Good. it should yeah. be. Yeah, it really should. I know a few guys from my old neighborhood that can no longer fucking that can't vote because they were felons at the age of like fourteen. They stole bikes. Yep, hundred wow. percent. Yeah. There, there's been like multi-million dollar bike theft rings that oh, yeah. operated from coast to coast that ha- had rented houses that would go to like college campuses and just rip bikes off. Just take an entire bike rack full of bikes, load them up into a U-Haul, go cut Jesus. everything all apart, sell everything on eBay. And this one ring, which was a multi-million dollar ring, went from Mexico itself back to the Mexico top, <laughs> uh, Florida, uh, Northern California, and somewhere in uh, New- upper state New York. Holy shit. And they would like mix these bikes all around the country 
and sell stuff on eBay and through Mexico and stuff through like other bike shops. And they were literally had houses stuffed full of hundreds of thousands of dollars God. worth of bikes. Like there's just a narrow space to slither through the Holy inside shit. of the building. I had no idea. Yeah, and, that I mean it makes sense, especially when you're talking about multiple thousand dollar bikes. Like they're like that. We're that, talking like do you the still FBI have that Hanzo? was involved. Oh, absolutely. How much is in that Han and or how much are you into that Hanzo? You think? Oh, Hanzo's probably only an eight hundred dollar bike, thousand mm-hmm. bucks. I maybe. thought that thing but I thought you had decked it out as worth a oh, few thousand. Like it, it was the hubs yeah. on it by itself. There's seven hundred dollars. There the you hubs. go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but today so you could probably buy an equivalent for, you know, a little over a thousand bucks. Right. So yeah, that was that was probably the worst Christmas I ever had. I mean, there were I'm, I know that there are Christmases where I was like disappointed or it was the lean years, but it wasn't like I didn't get anything. Uh, I like 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 Sha- uh, Shaquille O'Neal had the story about when he was a he was a kid that they didn't have a lot of money, and his dad pulled him aside and said, "Listen, your little sisters, I only had enough to get them some stuff, Ugh. but I'll get you next time, man." That's I'll get harsh. you next time, big man. That's yeah. so hard. And it was like a couple weeks later, his dad was like, hey, come out here. I got your Christmas gift. And it was an autographed Dr. J basketball. Whoa. Like somehow his dad knew somebody who, who knew somebody and got a pretty good It was a game, yeah, a game a ball that, that was played, and Dr. J signed it, and he still still has the ball. Wow. So, like, I never had a Christmas like that. Like, I never had a Christmas where, like, hey, listen, you're the oldest. We didn't have anything for you to get. We don't have any money left over for you. Got your brother something. We'll get you next time. That never happened. Now my dad had this one Christmas, which is why my dad still to this day is not a Christmas guy at all. He doesn't give a fuck. Kind of like I'm with him. Well, <laughs> my uh, my uncle Paul, my dad's youngest brother, was who was a who was a fucking terror. He was an unmedicated ADHD, like severe, like to the point where they didn't have meds for kids like that. To just to get him to calm down, to sit down and eat dinner, my grandmother would make him two cups of coffee. Because that would chill him out. Holy like the, really st- the caffeine wow. would, st- yeah. So he was a terror, and he didn't give a fuck. He, and he was a total little sociopath. Like, my grandfather would beat his ass with a belt, and bear, no- and just didn't affect him. Didn't Six, seven years old. Him. Nope. So he snooped around in, I don't know if it was a basement or wherever the gifts were holding, found all of the Christmas presents that were wrapped a couple oh, days before Christmas. That. Oh, shit, I forgot to tell you about me finding <laughs> the Christmas presents. He opened up all of the, un- un- all of the wrapped <laughs> Christmas presents, Jeez. opened them all up, and started playing with the toys and oh whatnot. God. Oh, sir. And Holy shit. my grandfather canceled Christmas for everything and took everything back and returned it to the fucking store. And there was no Christmas for anybody that year. Wow. Okay. Which that's my dad was like, I think he was like 12 or 13 and was like, why are we being punished for him? And my my dad just walked out like he left. He was like, tw- like I said, 12 or 13 years old. He walked out Christmas Day and just left and didn't come back until later that evening. Missed Christmas dinner and everything. So and, somewhere, and my grandfather. I remember him telling me stories, but he was pissed. He was so pissed. I still, I'm still kind of angry at him. I'm like, Grandpa, you returned all the gifts. You canceled Christmas because of because of of your other son. You don't think that maybe that was like the wrong thing to do? A little bit like, over. Yeah, I'm like talking yeah. to him as now I'm brand new father. Like Porsche's yeah. like maybe six months old. I'm like. I don't know if I'm going to have more kids, but I'm telling you right now, if one kid screws up, I'm not going to punish everybody else. This isn't this isn't an army unit. No, my house, mm. everybody got punished. That's fucked up, man, because what it did is it ruined Christmas for my dad for the next fucking 60 years. Oh, Apparently, I- yeah. Yeah, and like and, and like and it just it he was always kind of checked out. Like he made sure me and my mom got stuff and whatnot, you know, for Christmas, but otherwise he was fucking checked out. 
Like, he'd be watching movies on TV when we're all eating Christmas dinner. He didn't give a fuck. So, so I forgot to mention to you, I fucked up Christmas like that one here also. See, Ed, I, I, this is why you deserve the Christmas story you told us I earlier. I really do. I earned it. Did you, do, so did you fuck like, up Christmas before or after the story before, you're about to tell? Okay. Before. Oh, so, now, now that makes see, more sense. Now, so see, Ed is not the amazing individual that everyone thinks. No, I'm a horrible <laughs> little piece of Ed's, shit. Ed was kind of I'm a piece a, of I'm shit at some point. Terrible, he's making, terrible he's making up for his being. childhood. I really am. So I'm like, I think I'm probably like five. I hear the ruckus going down in the house, and I'm like, what is that sound? And my parents, back to the like unmedicated ADHD little shit bag, they used to put a latch, a lock on the outside of my door yeah. to keep me in my room because I needed to be contained. So they're, <laughs> they're out there, and they're hustling up some Christmas presents, my parents and my aunt, and they're carrying mm. these big, giant trash bags full of wrapped gifts down the hallway and they like bump my door like, and I'm like santa claus like literally in the santa big claus wood bag. and i'm like what's the shit going on out there i jump up out of my bed and i just like crack the door open just a little bit because i know don't get caught mm -hmm. i got it just my eyeball to the door S they notice that my door is cracked open at this point they're like hey what the hell's going on right it's here? a bad they're, lock they had by the way they while they turned around you to and look through your door down the hallway and they like slam on the door pinching my fingers Ooh. in the door and i immediately start squealing ah oh jesus christ you know they're like oh you're supposed to be asleep blah, 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 all this stuff get to bed blah blah they're like kind of stern with me send me off to bed three hours go by two hours go by you know barely any amount of time i'm like too excited i know there's shit out there at that tree mm. so i like wake up my sister i'm like hey hey santa was here check this shit out it's like ridiculous mound of boxes out around this tiny little tree i'm like this is our stuff this is christmas i'm like i think this one's for you i'm pretty sure this one's for you you should like pick at it a little bit let's make sure this one's for you <laughs> oh fuck. so my sister she's she you know she's two years younger than me she's like three maybe four mm -hmm. she's like okay just shreds into it i'm like Nope, that one's mine. How about this one? <laughs> Shreds on. into it. Nope, that one's mine. I literally made sure to pick every gift that I thought might be mine. She shredded. Oh my god, Ed every is, you're a conniving little <laughs> shit. <laughs> every present that's mine. Somewhere or another, like things start making noises, like dee -dee -dee -dee, you know, like battery operated. Yeah. something might have gone off. Oh, my parents god. come in. They're like. What in the holy? They're just like can't even believe what's going on. I have sullied all of the like absolute joy that's going to come with seeing Christmas me morning open opening up this up, yeah. stuff. Ruined it. Like literally spanked my ass. Send me to my room. Bag everything up. We're getting rid of it. And that's the end of Christmas for you. So I'm like, shit. I straight took lumps on Christmas. Yeah. I didn't know you could take lumps on Christmas. Yeah, you thought that was like the one day where you're I'm not like, going to get any lumps. You could get away with murder. No, mm. you cannot. Nope. If Turns you, out. If you start. You murdered Christmas, dude, though. Dude, I did. You What a <laughs> fucking asshole. So, like, I, I, I. Don't ever. If you ever meet my dad, don't fucking tell him the story because he'll want to pummel your ass. <laughs> and, and it's well deserved. He'll take it. He'll take it, out all that fucking like, 50 years of shit on you. <laughs> it's well deserved. So, like, we go by. The next Christmas comes up. Uh, we're going to have another, like, really tremendous Christmas. This time, like, we're going to mix it up a little bit. We're going to have Christmas at Grandma and Grandpa's house on Christmas Eve. We're going to open up the family gifts, and then we're going to go to Jim and Connie's. Got a special cabin by Santa's Village. Santa's Village is a, like, special place in the mountains that where you go see Santa. 
and mm-hmm. uh, by Big Bear. It sounds nice. It's beautiful. Deep snow. We're going to enjoy like, all this like Christmassy stuff. We're I feel in like I've California. driven past this. Is it in between Arrowhead and, yes. and Big Bear? Yes, I know absolutely. right where you're talking about. Right. So I've I been lived, up there like maybe a, it was like a few weeks like before Christmas when I was there. It's a magical like, place to go. It's fucking cool. It's legendary for decades. So yeah. like, like my parents like wanted to go to Santa's Village. When they were kids. Right? Yeah. It's okay. like the Disneyland of Santa's. Okay. So we're going to go to Santa's Village and I'm like, wow. Wow, this is really hype. We're going to go to Santa's Village at Christmas, snow on the ground. We're going to open up even more tremendous gifts because last night I just got straight up both Voltrons, the cats and the cars. The cars. Paul, do you remember like, Voltron? I know you were, yes. you were, you were, yeah. you, you would have been so a, a the cars 20 is like a ton yeah. of no, pieces. I, I know that, the yeah. cats is only like a handful. Five, of I think, wasn't it five? Five pieces yeah. for the for the cats. And I'm like, I can't wait to show this shit off. To like my mom's high school best friend is who we're going to go spend Christmas with. So we're like getting ready to go have this Christmas. Hey, we're going to go to IHOP before we go up and see Johnny and and Kim and, sorry, Jim and Connie. So we stop at this IHOP in San Bernardino, the really old school one that looks like a Swedish village or some weird shit like that. So we go, we sit down, me and my sister, she's little still. And my, my parents, and we have this like super bitchin' van that we just got for, redone for gra- for my mom for uh, uh, Christmas. My grandfather owned a car dealership. So everything was super fly pimped. Paint, motor, transmission, deep dish Krager, five spoke wheels, like ground effects, like the works, like to the uh, drive in movie theaters is where this van was. Destined. Oh, yeah. And we're like, we throw had, a throw a blanket on top and lay down and watch bean the movies. Bags. We threw bean bags. Oh out shit! Of the back All right. And a love seat. We spun the love seat around for my parents <laughs> to sit on, and us kids sat on the bean bags. So this was like super prime deluxe van. We're sitting there. We're, we just got done like getting our waters on the table, like ordering coffee or whatever. And my old man looks up and he points out the window and he's like, "That looks just like our van because you know it just got redone. It's sparkly as shit. It's not like a regular stock van where you might not a mistake stock it. Van. This is like yeah. you know a few." years older this is like 1983 84 this is like a 77 van that's like super g'd out shagging wagon mm-hmm. so he like points out he's like that looks just like our van he all of a sudden like literally jumps up on the table and starts running across we're in a booth like along the windows just starts running across the top of all these tables of people eating christmas breakfast like waffles it's like a shit. movie scene like no it joke. really sounds it's like yeah. stuff's flying like silverware's being flicked through the air, cups being knocked over, jumping over, pushing waitress out of the way with like plate full of food, <laughs> running outside, chasing behind our van, like arms waving through the air, like, no, our van is full of our Christmas and our the family we're going to go share Christmas with, their personal Christmas. Oh, so we got two families worth of Christmas and my Voltrons. And it's driving away. My goddamn Voltrons. Was that van ever recovered? So uh, it was actually a couple yeah. weeks later. So like we, we go back, like he comes back. He's like, that was absolutely our van. My mom's like in tears. Like, I'm just like distraught. Like, I'm not even sure what just transpired. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Like he ran across tables in public. Like this is yeah. serious business. We go outside. The only person that seen it happened was somebody that cannot speak. They're straight sign language like only. Oh, mute, my God. Whatever. Mute only. Jesus. So in California at the time, all the kids in my grade had to take sign language. So That's my interesting. parents slap me like I'm dropping the ball. They, like, slap over to me. 
talk to him. Ask him what they looked like. And I'm signing like each letter. J, uh, U. Like, I don't know words. Yeah. I'm literally trying to spell words with the oh, alphabet wow. because I have no idea how to use sign language. I don't know what the fuck I'm right. doing. And so, like, I'm like, I like hit my mom, like, don't you have like a paper and a pen? So, like, my, the, you know, start asking questions. So, yeah, fast forward to like call Jim and Connie. Hey, no Christmas, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's screwed. It's tears everywhere. Um, it was a Christmas that never happened. The Christmas that was, I had it in my hands. It was just deleted. And it went away. Deleted from us. And I realized like that, like Christmas was kind of meaningless. So fast forward the next year, it's like a Christmas that cannot be beat. Like it was every transformer that you could ever dream of. Like we're next level. We're past Voltron at this point. We're like, Dude, we're staged up. Yeah, once I, I always wanted all. I only had one of the cats. Like we just never. Oh. By the and by the time I think we would have had the money to have that Transformers had become more popular. Oh, and yeah. I was fucking fascinated by Transformers. Dude, I had so my grandfather thought they were the coolest thing in the world. So did he was my like, grandpa. He like, was like really into Japanese toys. Yeah. So like, for me, it was like a win-win. I had like the full fleet. Yeah. I had them all, except for I was not allowed to own any or touch any guns. The guns, yeah. So no Megatron. I don't Megatron. think I ever had, yeah, no, no, Megatron, no Megatron for Ed. No, I had Starscream, and I had the full-size metal die-cast Starscream oh, that was yeah. about 14 inches tall. That, that, that was the uh, F-15? Yes. Yeah, it was an F-15, Paul, and it was, mm. it was the, when it was folded out as a robot, it was about, uh, about 14 inches tall. Jetfire was those, the yeah. good guy version. I was yeah. such a little guy, I couldn't carry it with one hand. Oh yeah, because no, it, it was weighed, a heavy machine. Yeah, it was. So, there, and I mean, I know if you go to my bedroom in Troy, Ohio, right now, my old bedroom at my mom's house, I still have like three or four of the the old school ones where they where they d- did three different things, or it was like two vehicles and a yes. and a, and the robot, and one of them is a space shuttle that turns into a, a train. It goes from a space shuttle to train. Oh wait a minute, it's purple and white. Omega Supreme. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, his name is Omega Supreme. I, he I, was a moon base. Yep, I loved the the transforming toys. I, I had a, I and I can't remember what I'm. I know I could go right to him because they're sitting on my old stereo, my old weird uh, twin tape deck with a record player on top and a radio, like yeah. an AM/FM radio that had the shelf speakers, like high speed. Still, dubbing. Fu- hell yeah, it had a high speed dubbing. <laughs> she was fucking high high tech. <laughs> Hell when yes. I got it, it was 15 years old. And I got it in like the mid 90s, so like it, it was, was the best of low fidelity. Yeah, uh, very <laughs> much so. Yeah, very scratchy. But uh, yeah, I we graduated up to or I graduated up to Transformers uh, and never got the whole Voltron thing put together. Well, but I love the cartoon. The year I before, before I had shit GoBots. Ah, uh, it's a fucking great value brand. So I really like the GoBots. The GoBots yes. had a Porsche 928 that was like oh. a chick. Yeah, and her voice was like the meanest of all the like GoBot voices. Like the bad dude was like a motorcycle, like a Yamaha street bike or something. Mm -hmm. But the chick was a Porsche nine two eight or nine four four. I can't remember what she was, but she had like the screechiest, meanest attitude of them all. And uh, I I really liked her. I actually owned her. I got her the year before with the Voltrons, and uh, I still had her. She didn't go with me on the adventure up to the mountain with the Voltrons. Oh, I was so like, I was only allowed, I, they only wanted me to take one toy and I was like, I can't take one Voltron without the other Voltron. Right. 
Because, I mean, what happens if I want to play with this Voltron but play with somebody with the other Voltron? <laughs> so I, like, talked him into taking two toys. And then and nobody got to play with Voltron. Well, somebody did. Somebody's kids somebody did. Somebody certainly did. did. Oh, I, re- I really felt bad for their family because they got nothing. Oh, yeah. They because, got nothing, nothing. Yeah. They didn't have, like, they're going to their grandparents' house the night before. They were, like, they had less than we did. So wow. they got nothing, nothing out of the deal. And it was like kind of drew a little bit of a division between our family because like I don't know like what all was going on between my parents and their parents over there, but it was like less friendly after that. Like yeah. I don't know if they thought maybe my parents were like crackheads and and, and like they stole it, stole yeah. their Christmas yeah. or something. But oh yeah, the van showed up about like two weeks to a month later. Literally only the shell of the van, no doors, wow. no wheels, no motor, no nothing no little wing on the back no teardrop windows everything was absolutely missing from the it van was stripped. and it was torched it takes a real a oh and torched oh, and torched in a field it's yeah. a wow. real piece of shit that steals a van full of toys on fucking christmas on day dude christmas. a real piece of shit like i remember thinking to myself is this real right did this really just happen Gary, like I didn't know that you could do bad things on Christmas. I thought the year before me doing a bad shit and like opening up Christmas presents was like, I didn't know that that was bad. You know, like it's Christmas. You can't do bad on Christmas. Mm -hmm. So like I learned about bad bad Christmas. 3 a.m. opening presents or 9 a.m. Who cares? It's no big deal. Now you're old enough taking shit. So then the following year, I learned that like bad could be a different level of bad. Yeah. That doesn't involve you. That's rough. Ed. Something else bad can be over the top of you, mm-hmm. leveraged you on a way that you never knew that would affect you, That's like not up. even your doing. Mm-hmm. So like the following year was like an extra bougie year, super good year. Like they were making up for like the yeah. the, the deficit, the Christmas. Which is never fucked happened. up that your parents had to make up for something. Well, that it was everybody. It was like my aunt, yeah. my uncle, my grandparents, like everybody. Everybody was like you know let's really do something good and i realized like you could literally buy christmas you could literally buy good days and bad days yeah like i i really had no no joy in the extra bonus super extra fatty year to follow was not great i was like just permanently soured by the thought of the year before because it wasn't like real joy i guess you're saying no it, like it, it just yeah. really wasn't yeah it, it just i lost it and i never got it back the rest rest of my life it was just so, gone so thanks for tuning in to cartoon casual christmas show yeah uh, merry christmas <laughs> well paul paul so i want to hear your shitty christmas no i i there's not one big one i never got something stolen like that and never this was hugely terrible yeah that's so, the worst christmas story I, i've ever heard i can imagine it. my you know parents were divorced was it a year that you only around you only got a 500 dollars check from your grandparents no, at christmas and that was like no my this gra- christmas sucks my grandparents were still traditional with very small amounts of money that's up awesome to the point when they passed away which is hilarious to me when i was 30 years old it was still like a 25 hour now or i had lost all my grandparents <laughs> by the time i was 21 but i can tell you right, right now i was like my 21st birthday Mm-hmm. My grandfather sent me a check for $25. The exact same fucking check he'd been sending me <laughs> since I was five years old. The same old. amount. The exact same amount, $25. That's 
funny which is hilarious funny. i love that my grandfather didn't keep up with inflation yeah right like it's yeah, just yeah. it cracks me up always on yeah. the same stationery always with the same note written in the memo line happy birthday joey i love you <laughs> I, I would say the word but it was okay i managed it okay my parents got divorced at some certain point my father flew for delta my father moved to atlanta and my mother lived in uh, dallas texas so i would pick which holiday I, I would pick which holiday to go back for thanksgiving or christmas and I would usually fly. It's best to fly on the. It was a free flight pass that you could get because you're because your dad flew for Delta. Yeah. yeah. So you learn the best days to fly actually are on Thanksgiving and yep. on Christmas. So that I did a lot oh, of that. Yeah, wow. So I was during. So I had those days were split up entirely, flying back and forth at dead airports with no one else flying, uh, and not spending one full day at any one spot. I'm not saying that was horrible. Because I was still able to see both of my parents and that kind of, but it was just odd. Yeah, it was a weird yeah, thing yeah. to do. That first um, Christmas that I spent after my parents' divorce was Christmas of '89, which was the year that I flew from Ohio because we moved to Ohio in May, and my folks had been divorced for about a year at that, or six months to a year at that point, and uh, and we uh, f- moved to Ohio in May. So then the following Christmas, I went out, went to Utah for all of Christmas break. And spent Christmas with my dad and 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 uh, my like new stepmom and all that, and it was like, it was weird. It was weird, but like my dad did his best to keep me distracted. Like he fucking took me skiing up in uh in uh in like Brighton, which is like right next door to Park City, mm-hmm. and you know the you know indoor water park and like I there was something cool we did every single day so that there was no downtime for me to think about the fact that my mom wasn't around. Mm-hmm. That wasn't around, but like it was the first time it was like not with my folks together in this new fucking kind of hot stepmom and yeah no shit i've got a weird stepmom thing it, 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 it's, it stems from this woman that my dad was married to for like five years but uh do you remember the first christmas after your parents divorced like there was a separate christmas uh where you had two separate christmases um apparently it wasn't probably, that wasn't that bad so no, you don't remember no, it. the thing was it, i think before my father moved to atlanta he probably still lived in dallas but they were living separately now they weren't really that good. I don't think that during that time period it was not. It would. It, it. I guess it got better after he moved away, and I was flying back and forth. Probably was a little bit better then. Yeah. Um. But it was. Uh, so I, wait, you literally spent Christmas Day in an airport? You, you, well, that morning you would open up presents or something, and then hop on an airplane a couple hours later. That's why fly to Atlanta. I, I did it multiple times Something like that. And he's wow. right. Fly, yeah, I did it multiple times in the 90s because it was a lot of times not only like for my family because we didn't we didn't have a Delta pilot in the family. So right. it was not only was it cheaper to fly because they're trying to they have oh, these planes sure. need to go anyway. We're going to go whether there's 10 people or 100 people on there. So it was cheaper to to fly on that day, but also the airport was fucking dead. There was no traffic. I would there was love no to be in a dead airport. The like a, the airplanes are remarkably empty. Some some days, I bet there were there was ten people on yeah. a two hundred capacity wild. airplane. I can remember That's flying from, from empty empty airplanes uh, yeah. nonstop from Dayton to Vegas when that was still a thing and. Yeah. Doing Christmas morning early, 6, 7 a.m., and doing Christmas morning. Mom gave me some food. My bag's already packed. She drove me. the. only takes about 15, 20 minutes to get to the Dayton airport from my mom's house. Dropped me off, you know, walked me up to the gate, and then, like, four and a half hours later, my dad's picked me up in Las Vegas and uh, came back to Kingman and did, like, Christmas. Like, my grandparents had come up here, and I did that probably three or four times. On specifically on Christmas, That's I don't remember ever flying on Thanksgiving. 
I've done that. Because I didn't yeah. fly. I mean, I know I take that back. No, uh, we flew, uh, me and my girlfriend and her son and, and Portia in 2000, Thanksgiving 2005 flew to Ohio on Thanksgiving Day and then flew back like the following Tuesday or Wednesday or something. That sounds fantastic to me. It, it I, is. I, I, it, I it's like airports. It's a different kind of adventure because the yeah. whole airport's yours. Yeah, it's, it's like weird. your own joint. It is. Yeah. It's kind of like it. It's kind of like it. So, so like, I remember like way back in the day flying on an airplane like being like nine years old here get on this airplane see ya fly to the other side of the country right right and hours. someone will be there hopefully to and pick you up. maybe someone will be there to pick you up good luck <laughs> making the transfers yeah and here's 20 you know, bucks from, for meals yeah, let's hope from, you don't get stuck in the airport there. Yeah. and i used to think it was like a crazy adventure and they'd like always make us they they paid like 20 bucks for someone to make sure that we didn't die or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, where you had pinned like little special tag on yeah. us, right, you know? Right. So with that special tag, I remember every time I got the tag put on me, I got to see the cockpit. Yep. There you go. Hundred percent. And yeah. that was by far the best part the coolest of thing the ever. entire fucking thing is seeing this giant stage of switches and lights and you, here's what's odd it smells different in an aircraft it really, cockpit it really there's does. different mechanical it electrical does. odors it's in there like plasticky yeah or something i, I don't it's even different. know how to describe it does it. not it's smell like, like the cabin yeah it's hotter it yeah. smells like dielectric grease and it does <laughs> it does it has like a chemical which, which is why you like to work on things now probably because all these things perhaps. are doing things and on delta it smells like vodka <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to spill your vodka on the dialectic degrees. That's, I can remember flying with my grandparents uh, multiple times where my grandfather insisted on seeing the cockpit, and I think he was more excited than me. And yeah. he wanted to, see, wanted to see the cockpit. Quite possibly. And my, I mean, my grandfather, I don't know if I told you this, my grandpa Fellers, always, he was the one who was in Army Corps of Engineers. He tried to test in to be a pilot in the Army, and he had a lazy eye. They, wouldn't, they couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. We're talking they wouldn't about- let him do it. He always wanted to be a pilot, always wanted to fly. From the time you'd get out and spin the propeller to the time you'd go ahead and push a button for an impeller. <laughs> you know, that, right. that's, a, that's a huge change. I mean, my grandfather yeah. was born. He was born in 1927, so he's not quite that fucking old. But, like, he definitely loved the – he was all, also fascinated with Waco Aircraft, which was like – he. It, Anybody that would listen, he's like, "Yeah, I'm from Troy, Ohio, home of Waco Aircraft." And it's like they haven't been a company in 30 years. Like they, <laughs> but he would still. It was either that or he loved to tell people he like, especially people that were in some sort of mechanical industry where they may mm-hmm. have come across a welder or they use a welder. Then tell him he's like, "Yeah, I work at Hobart Brothers, making Hobart welders, the, like in the main plant." And then mm-hmm. the last five years he worked there, he was plant manager. You know, it's wild. You said you know, Grandpa, whatever engines or whatever. I was talking about my mom. Alcoholic, straight up alcoholic. Mm-hmm. She worked in a Pratt and Whitney aircraft engine plant. Mm-hmm. Really? And I was like, "What the hell is this woman doing?" I mean, she can't put the tequila down. What is she doing with? So you're thinking are all aviation engines? people drinkers? Yeah, they're all like, drinkers. Trying to put yeah. What the hell? Because they worked like twelve hour shifts. Yeah. And it was like, um, you know, just two shifts, day or night, and all they did was build Pratt and Whitney jet engines. Yeah. That's all they did. Mm-hmm. And I could only imagine, like, what the hell would they trust her with? Pratt and Whitney had the coolest logo, though, they on, really on the engines. That line. eagle yeah. on the that side view, the really eagle. Did. They had that logo at the very front of the road, like when you yeah. drive on Route One. Right. That's like the original. I, that's one of the. Road. Now that you brought that, that's one of the coolest memories when I was a a kid flying young, when I was let's say ten years old to 
Los Angeles from Dallas to visit my grandparents and getting on a Delta jet. Usually it would be a DC eight or something like that. And they had Pratt engines, and every every engine had that had that logo on. You could see yeah. it right. It was so cool looking on this engine with that logo. I, I I will never forget that as a kid. Instant recognition. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. They had that right on the edge of the street, like big as can be, like you know, four foot by that big six eagle. Foot yeah, out there at, at the road, and you just that's where shoot a quarter of the town probably worked there. <laughs> what what town was that? Uh, in Sanford. Maine. Sanford. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You either like worked at uh, one of the small mom and pop shops, and we were big on small mom and pop shops. Pratt and Whitney was a big employer, and the shipyard. Yeah. It's a better sounding engine company than General Electric to me or uh, Westinghouse. They also make jet engines. Yeah. I think Westinghouse. I think that Pratt or Pratt with that Eagle and the Pratt, that just that's an engine company right there. Pratt and Whitney. Distinctive. Yeah, or something about it. Yeah. So it was. I didn't cool. know you lived that close to the coast. I was very close to the coast. I, I had no idea. I For some reason, I thought you were like up the in the coast. interior. In my mind. You grew up in a Stephen King novel, like a, like uh, on like the porch a, of the racist main. <laughs> so before Ed leaves, we're gonna watch that. We have so to watch that. So when I went to sketch. Job Corps, my Job Corps was the newest, latest, greatest Job Corps in the whole country. It was like groundbreaking technology happening on a, like a campus, mm-hmm. um, and we were literally I was two blocks away from Stephen King's house. That's cool. Wow. And he had donated the world's wildest park behind his house that has it was like a castle like those like um, playgrounds that look like a castle. Yeah. With drawbridges everywhere. Mm-hmm. And we used to like sneak out and go get drunk. <laughs> on Boone's farm and shit mm-hmm. in that massive castle behind his house. Dude, his house was so freaky looking. It was like kind of skinny and super long. It was like deceptive. Hmm. It was like a massive house, but when you looked at it from the front yard from the street, it was like kind of skinny. And like the the raw iron work was real wild, like uh, spider webs and shit in the raw iron and the gargoyles that, everywhere. That something that like tracks. Stephen That's King should have this hundred percent. He wouldn't have a normal part house. About yeah. Stephen King is on Halloween. You go to his house. There was a McDonald's directly up the street from his house. He gave away a coupon for a free meal. A Big Mac meal at McDonald's. That is wow. fucking Every cool. Every kid from Job Corps, that was like the first thing they. What wanted town to do. was that in? Was that Bangor, was, Maine? It was in Bangor, Maine. Yeah. yeah. And you wanted to go to Stephen King's house and have get the coupon, him, right? Him, his wife, or his maid hand you a coupon. And when mm. we got our coupons, I got to see the real life, real deal Stephen King. That is so yeah. freaking I, cool. When I that told my mom cool. that, my mom was like starstruck. Like you yeah. met the man. Like she's read every book. He's That's ever see, my mom. I was wondering. I had a feeling your mom's probably like it, like that. Like my mom. My yeah. mom is. My mom's Book like nerd. not just a Stephen King fan, but like she goes deep into like the Richard, like the Bachman books when he oh. wrote under a pseudonym. And yeah, my mom. She's read like everything she he's ever knows done. every fucking character of, of the the what's the I never liked it because I don't like his weird fantasy shit. The uh, um. They they made a a movie a few years ago out of it. It was God damn it. It's the uh, it. It's, no, 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 no. Uh, Thanks. Yeah. No. Uh, like the Watchtower. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is it is Watchtower? It? I think the that's Watch what it Tower is. Watchtower is like a series of books. Yeah, that's. I think that's what it is. I'm like, I like, I just don't fucking get it. Dude, the Needful Things. The story Needful. Needful Things, things is really cool. I really that's like a, that. That's they a great did like one. a mini series in the '90s, like on yep. NBC or something like that. And I really love that show because it's like the devil shows up to yes. your town and gives everybody what they what, need. What they need. Yeah. And it's. I love all of his shit, but there's v- been very few that have ever been adapted 
to the screen that were like worth a shit. It's and true. it's it's funny. It's like you've got these novels that are thousands of pages long, and you've got all this source material, and then you bring it. You have all this source material to bring something to like a movie and it ends up being dog shit. Just but you have die. a short story that's under 100 pages and you get Shawshank Redemption, Stand By yeah. Me, uh, Apt Pupil, that one. Yeah, but, oh, Apt that's Pupil. right. I that, forgot about those it. Are all in make, the, those are all short stories. That They're makes all little sense to because the novels are this long and you can develop this in your own mind and create what you think it should be and then you have a movie and you go, that's not what it that should be. Yeah, I mean, yeah. to me, you I, ex- I think I can understand. Okay, you can make all a right. better extrapolation from yeah. like less detail. I guess that, that I, I like could that. see that. I, I just, There's more vision and less detail. Like to yeah. me, the, like Stand By Me and, and, and um, which is it just, I, maybe just because I kind of grew up a little bit the way that those boys did. Like sure. we were just like kind of latchkey kids. old like, school Old school enough mm-hmm. like to where you can go out in the woods for like a day or two, and you're, you tell your lie to your parents and say, "Yeah, I'm staying at so and so's house," and he he lies that <laughs> no, I'm it. staying at his house. Yeah, I did it, and we uh, all did that shit. Yeah. And I love I love that movie, and I, to me, I it, I it holds just as big a place in my heart as uh, Shawshank Redemption, which is one of the greatest movies of all time. And whenever I read those short stories, I'm like, I can't fucking believe that these. Because I didn't read them when I was a kid. Like I don't it, know why. I was just like, I just like, that was just one of the, it was a four past midnight, or not four past midnight. Uh, that doesn't have those. There's like, he has like three or four collections of novellas. Yeah. Four past midnight has the, like the Langoliers, and which is, they also made into a movie with fucking Balky, Bartokamus, like that fucking guy. Bronson Pinchot is in it. It's fucking awful. Where everyone who was sleeping on the plane. They wake up on this on this plane, and all of a sudden, anybody who is awake is not on the plane anymore. Wow! And the one like of the pilots, I guess that was that was not sleeping, was able to land. Was freaking out. Everybody leaves. They land the airport, and the only people in the airport are the people that were like napping in between flights or waiting for their flight. And it turns out it was an alien invasion. These Langoliers are wow. these bouncing yeah. fucking wow. alien things that are just murdering people. And somehow, when they fried everybody's brains, the people that were asleep were the only ones who survived so they killed yeah and it was weird it's just like what the fuck but then they made it into like a tv movie and it was fucking garbage but i don't know they finally did right by it like it's my favorite it uh, is a really good my it's my favorite stephen king uh book and i and even though it's campy and shitty like the 90s miniseries I love that. Like I still series. loved it too. Like I, it's I, so good. The spider I, at the end, like one of the squeaky. last, one of the, like the last acts of me being a father, and be able to order Portia what to do, and having like this little, this little kind of almost Leverage. a slave. Yeah, was all right. Here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna read the book. It, then you're gonna come over this weekend, and you're gonna we're gonna watch the miniseries, and then on Sunday we're gonna go and watch the part part one of the new movie yeah yeah really creepy and um, and i'm gonna nudge you because i've i've watched that miniseries a hundred times and i've read that book probably six or seven times so i know when they're gonna make these little subtle nods or references and shit like and we watched it we did all that and i was so amazed at how good of a job they did with that that the most recent one was part one and part two i refuse to watch you should watch it ed it's it's got a ton of a ton of throwbacks to uh to the original miniseries from the 90s, bunch of little callbacks and references that, that unless you've seen it a bunch of times, you would never pick up on it. But also, a whole there's a whole bunch of shit because they broke it up into two, it's two, two and a half hour movies. So there's a lot of the book that's in there that was never, that they couldn't oh, wow, put in there. Right. And I was like, 
man, I wonder how mu- just how fucking deep they're going to go. Because do you remember there's one in the book, It, there's one scene in there that is, would never be made into a movie, and it's about the fucking how they defeat the final monster. The spider. Yeah, the, the yeah. They they end up having to all have sex with the one girl because it's, it's like the ritual of Chud was to get they yeah all those boys no shit this is like teenagers these are like thirteen year olds yeah yeah that's, and I'm that's, thinking uh, so it's kind of accurate no yeah right yeah <laughs> this is real life shit I here. was yeah. like worried about it I was like okay how are they gonna navigate this and then it turns out like in an interview the director was like yeah ninety percent of the book is in some way in the movie. It's not as not everything because that book in paperback is eighteen hundred pages. There's no way I can put everything into five hours worth of a movie, but almost all of it is in there. And the interviewer actually asked, like, "What about you know that one scene?" He goes, "Yeah, we're not even referencing that at all. Like, yeah, that's not te- teenage sex is not something that's going to make it into this movie. It's unimportant. <laughs> it's really not. And but they there's like subtle little hints to it." There's so it's I'm telling you, Ed, you need to watch it. I'll watch Just it. watch it. I, Just, I, lo- I lo- don't watch movies unless someone tells me to watch a movie. That's I, Oppenheimer. Yeah. I can't wait to see that movie. <laughs> I, I can honestly tell you it is probably going to go down in history as Christopher Nolan's masterpiece. Okay. And I it say is, that as someone who like we know, talked about that after we saw it. We say this is Portia and I have this, this way up there. We have this thing that since two thousand ten we watched every we've seen every single um Christopher Nolan movie in the theater together since she was 10 years old and that was uh in inception yeah i'm really sad and i then didn't see it in the big screen it was i saw it in uh was it imax yes we saw it in imax and it was like i really wish i could have gone gone to see it in the uh i forget what the there's imax and then there's like the 120 millimeter da, 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 whatever imax Letter like the box. super huge thing but there was IMAX. only like three theaters in phoenix that were showing it and I, the time she had to come up from Phoenix or from Tucson to Phoenix, and I was down there visiting. And then it was supposed to be just me and her, and it ended up being me and her and my friend Sean and Ashley and their daughter and like our friend Shelby and like all these other people went. And it was no nobody else except for Portia and I. We just kind of knew going in that it was like 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 dead nuts on at three hours. Like it's like three hours and five minutes if you watch the credits. So it's like right at three hours long, and I'm just like, holy shit! It's visually stunning. And everything was just done perfectly. Like, it's just, I, I, I think it may be a perfect movie. A perfect so, movie. So I heard yeah. there's, like, a little mo- more sex scene than necessary. Well, there is because uh, Robert Oppenheimer was, he was a sex fiend. Like, he was, yeah. Yeah, he was he he was drowning in it in, in the 30s and 40s, 100%. So it, it's so, but I don't think it's really gratuitous at that point. It's, it's really not. It's accurate. just it's just accurate to the oh, man's okay. life. And, yeah. it, and it, it it's more to show... Uh, it's more to show that the man's flawed. That he's just a flawed. He's a flawed individual. Like he's got this one part of his brain that's perfect, and everything else is a fucking mess. Yeah, gotcha. And it's and I, I think it was done incredibly well. Oh, I can't wait to see this movie, and I I'm a fear that it's not going to be till like springtime that it's going to stream. No, it's already available to stream. It's just not free. You have to pay for it. Where it at? Yeah, it hit like I don't know. It hit uh, everywhere like two to three days ago. Because uh, I maybe noticed, a week, maybe a week ago. So I looked at, I opened up a HBO app or something like that the other day, and I'm like, Barbie was on there. I'm like, fucking Barbie, Barbie's, <laughs> Barbie's on there, stream. which I'm I like, haven't seen it, yet. I want to see Oppenheimer. My wife's like, I know. I right, check I know. it out. How to watch? How to stream Oppenheimer? Yeah, yeah, see yeah. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure you can watch it on Amazon Prime. Then why Joe's looking that up? I'm gonna have to thank Mr. Man for coming out for the Christmas show 2023. 
I I made sure to to really throw a wet blanket over the you top did. of the Oh, we, bullshit. We, we love Christmas wet blankets. <laughs> I found the muddiest <laughs> puddle I could. Okay, you can rent it on YouTube for six bucks. Oh, it's uh, uh, Apple TV for six bucks. Yeah, Amazon Prime for six bucks. Like, you can, you can, yeah. And I mean, you get it. Do you want me to give you six bucks, Ed? No, so no, you can... no. I have the six bucks. You <laughs> yeah, get man, it for you 72 want... hours, I think, for that. You can. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's know, worth it. Uh, it's worth because it. Because I want to watch it more than once. That's one of the yeah. problems. When it's like something I'm excited about, like a movie like that guy yeah. right there. Well, can you buy it for twelve bucks and not just rent it? I for think six? it's twenty bucks to buy. Oh, I would wow. buy yeah, it. it's buy to buy yeah. it for twenty yeah, bucks. Just put yeah. it on my Apple. Yeah, it's worth it. It is definitely worth it's it to have it. It sucks you didn't get to see it on a big screen because it was God, really dude. Why? Because it was it was a hundred percent filmed in IMAX. All the whole thing. It wasn't certain scenes. Like some movies are, like major release scenes. Uh, I, I heard the weight of the film alone. Yeah. Like how much the, the actual the film, the film weighs the, from the weighs. IMAX. Yeah, it's like six, seven hundred pounds. Like yeah, it's a, I heard yeah. it was almost 1,000 pounds of film. Yeah. Jesus. Another thing about IMAX cameras, a little tidbit that I didn't know, or maybe I did at some point, but I had forgotten, is uh, all of the dialogue in Oppenheimer was done on set, but then they had to re-record it because the cameras are so fucking loud. Oh, that's that right. It's, I've heard that before. The, the yes. IMAX cameras are so loud. Remember, I don't know if you guys remember way back in, say, the 80s and 90s, like, you know, IMAX was kind of, was a huge deal, and there weren't very many of them. Oh, yeah. And none of the movies had dialogue. It was like that's somebody true. speaking over top of them. It was some sort of, like, music yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, dub right. in. yeah. Like, the one that I, uh, the first one I ever remember seeing was about 1989 or so, up the Grand Canyon at the Grand Canyon IMAX theater and it was like flight into the Grand Canyon and it was like a helicopter like stabilized shot mm. flying in Wasn't and around Abyss the Grand Canyon. Wasn't Abyss like that? The movie Abyss? What? I'm kind of an expert on the Abyss so uh, what, what are you asking? Is no, it? Wasn't that movie like filmed oh. over shot and then reduced down and then tracked over itself? For dialogue? Uh, for the filming, like it was like not IMAX, but it was like overly shot. Oh yeah, it. Uh, James Cameron used the uh, the pan- is it Panaflex is the big ones, like hundred I think it's hundred and twenty millimeter. It's a it big one. The monster like really cameras. Big, the monster yes. cameras. Uh, that is that is true. Now that's another one that comes out. Or wait, I think it's out now. You can watch it. And finally. There's going to be a Blu-ray release, which has never been put on Blu-ray. Is there such a thing as Blu-rays? There is. Oh, yeah. There's still physical media. Oh, yeah. Wow. So he's, he did a 4K remaster from the original film. So the 4K that remaster, which I think you can stream now. And, well, the big thing is is it, it's the special edition, the the one with the extra, like, 30 minutes of, of footage, which, like uh, – if you guys remember the movie, like mm-hmm. there's there's uh there's a there's this little subplot of the aliens are going to destroy humans because all they do is fuck each other up. Yeah, yeah. And the whole like at the very end of the movie, if you remember, like he goes down into like the alien like city or ship or whatever, and they're like communicating with him by repeating his stuff back to uh that he typed to her about I love you wife and all that stuff, right? That it would because he was bringing the liquid stuff. So, but interspersed throughout the movie while that like hurricane the whole reason the hurricane is going on up on the up on the surface is the aliens are manipulating water to annihilate life on earth to just let them start over to like fuck this these these humans are terrible so that's a that's the special edition that used to only be on like the sci-fi channel on sunday afternoon like i've it's it was never 
I think it was re- the special edition was released on VHS. It never made it to DVD. It definitely never made it to Blu-ray. So James Cameron, and and so that's throughout the movie. And at the very end, there's about f- fifteen minutes of of like a back and forth of the aliens showing these frozen tidal waves that are about to like just wash over like L.A. Yeah, sure. um, you know, and 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 all these other cities, Singapore, all around the world. And he's like, no, stop. You don't understand. Like, we, we're not all bad people. Not It's not all of us that are like this. Some of us just love our wives and our kids, and we want to be happy and stop doing that. So instead, so the tidal wave freezes all around, like all these different tidal waves all around the world. And he's like, he and like Ed Harris's character talks them into not killing everybody. Destroying everything, yeah. Yeah, and so like there's that whole subplot that's just yanked out of the film because it's like a three-hour and 15-minute long film or something. And in the 80s, you just didn't do that. Yeah. So uh, James Cameron did release it and and whatever. But he was the guy was just too fucking busy because he always started like he they they're like why didn't you why did you wait like 30 some odd years to fucking release this like 34 years like why did you why did you wait he goes I haven't had time in 30 years because pre production on Titanic started in 1995 and then pre production on uh the fucking avatar the blue the started blue, in the blue people in movie 2003 Dude, yeah. he's got a thing with and like water, he's, right? he's a huge thing with water and it comes from the abyss that's when he got yeah. Yeah. Uh, every, all the actors got scuba certified mm-hmm. all of them he got and and James Cameron did a lot of the filming underwater with handheld cameras and then the big cameras that were like they, they had to I make know, them waterproof and shit ed harris has only ever spoken about filming the abyss once I know he didn't like it. And he said, filming the Abyss was the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my entire life, and I don't ever want to talk about it again. And that was at like a press junket for the fucking movie. I, I think <laughs> and I he read never promoted. He <laughs> almost drowned multiple times, I think including I read one, somewhere that yeah. he cried. He yeah, movie. it was the day that he uh, was handed a regulator. It was one of the, it was the there's filming the scene where him and the other guy, the big bearded guy, swim like from one they got they get locked by the navy seals in the uh, one yeah. corridor and they go down a hatch swim through sub freezing or, or freezing almost freeze like 34 degree water and during that filming that scene uh he said he said something weird happened i don't know if i panicked or whatever got a mouthful of water and i motioned for a diver to come over and handed him the regulator but he handed him the regulator upside down and got a mouthful of, of oh, water shit. and breathed in and started choking underwater and then another diver had to swim from like 50 feet away yeah and wow. he like didn't work the rest of the day and driving to his hotel after that he pulled off the side of the road and had a complete fucking breakdown mm-hmm. and that's like that movie made him dependent on valium he was hooked on Valium for like eight years after that movie. Wow, Mary, Liz- Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio, like that played uh, uh, what's his, his wife in the movie. She's like, I'm, n- I'll never work with James Cameron ever again. Like James Cameron works with the same people over and over and over again. Yeah, because they can handle it. They can tell. No like, one yeah. from the Abyss ever worked with him ever again. No wow. one. Not the uh, uh, his assistant director, oh, wow. not a second no, unit director, never, like fucking not even yeah, any of the actors. It turned into that, an yeah. abyss. It turned into an abyss. <laughs> it did. But it's also one of my favorite fucking movies, which that was fantastic. That, yeah, yeah. I was telling Jeremy and uh, Paul, and I was I watched it uh, like last week, and there was this one scene: the the black lady, uh, Midnight. Uh, uh, she's she's in like the DSV, and she's cruising around. In the beginning of the movie, she's singing. And she's singing along to a little yellow waterproof boombox that's in the thing. And she's singing a Linda Ronstadt song that Jeremy and I have played live, that we've sang together live. The song Willin'. And 
And I'm like, holy shit. So I had to get like a video of it and send it to Paul and Jeremy. And they're like, holy like, shit. I didn't fucking remember that. Like, I knew yeah. that because I've seen that movie. I bet I've seen it at... I bet I've seen it 75 times. Wow. Because anytime it came on TV, I stopped and watched it. Yeah, and it was also it a VHS tape that I used to check out of the library when I was a kid in Ohio. And I just love that movie. Always fucking love that a movie. Wait a minute. We were checking out tapes? Shit, yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it what was kind the, of highfalutin library did we have? I was, they had these. At? There's a Smyrna Library still does that. You yeah. can do CDs what? or DVDs. Yeah, yeah, there were CDs. I yeah. could check out CDs. It was limited CDs, uh, records. Eight tracks and VHS tapes. You didn't yeah. know that you can go to a library and I check had out a no movie. No idea. I thought the only physical media they had was, was paper, a book, no, no they, books, magazine. They're full multimedia. Yeah. yeah. I had no idea you get mixed media. You probably do library. it at this library we have here. Maybe yeah. who knows? I'd be, I'd be willing to bet no that you idea. can. Yeah. So I did go to the library to be able to use the internet when the internet was. Oh yeah. Young. Yeah. I used to go to the library just specifically for the internet. Mm-hmm. So, I, but I never thought about movies or music yeah. ever. In fact, the two tapes that were rented by me the most, probably once a month from the age of about 12 to about 15, maybe 16, was The Abyss and The Right Stuff. And I guarantee you I w- probably contributed to wearing out both of those so tapes. You, you probably could have done this without knowing it. Yeah. Because no a lot of people don't think of that. You no, know? and I had a, definitely had a library card. Yeah. Because that's how I got magazines. I yeah. couldn't afford to buy magazines. So I, boy, Boys Life and Highlights when I was really young. Uh, yeah, Arizona is great. Arizona Highways. My grandparents bought me a lifetime subscription when I moved one. from yeah. Arizona to Ohio. Mm-hmm. And uh, Popular Mechanics and Popular Science. But those were all paid for by like my dad or my grandpa or whatever. Like If I wanted a, like a Thrasher magazine or Spin, Spin was always my favorite because I always thought Rolling Stone was like a little too fucking mainstream. So, like, Spin Magazine, I had to go and buy it myself. And it was usually about the only time I ever bought those magazines was when I – not it, it was it was at an airport. It was when I would buy – I used to – actually, I used to buy every Rolling Stone. Every time I went to an airport and flew somewhere, I bought the that issue of – that, like, month's issue of Rolling Stone and that issue of Spin Magazine. And read it from cover to cover. On the and read it from cover to cover on the ridiculous flight, you know, yeah. and in the layover because I rarely had uh, nonstop flights back mm-hmm. then. Um, but yeah, it, it, yeah, there was all sorts of multimedia, and this is not—it wasn't a highfalutin library. Like it was a nice library. That's highfalutin. But the like Miami County Public Library system, like let's say I went to check out a book, and they showed that they're like, "Hey, it's checked out right now. We don't, or we don't have this copy or this edition of this book yet." Like when uh, Jurassic Park hit theaters, I was twelve, and I wanted to read the book before I saw the movie because somebody had told me that they made an actual like a, it was the only the i remember some of one of my friends like older brothers or dad or something said that it was the first time he ever saw a book made into a movie where the movie was good so i wanted to read the book first oh, okay. you couldn't check you couldn't find that book you couldn't find it to buy you no, couldn't find no. it to rent or to check out from the library so they're like if you come back in two days we'll put in a request we'll get it from another library in the library system so you had all these counties that all like would share through the u.s like postal service they would share packages and and share different books and 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 tapes and all sorts of different media yeah wild yeah so and i also was able to get uh arizona highways back issues like super old issues 
on microfilm, like a microfish. What? So, but that took a couple of weeks because they had to find it in whatever national system. This was back in the early nineties. Go hang 90s. out there with the microfiche and read it. Yeah, at the desk, microfiche desk. I kind of like the microfiche. I did too, man. It's interesting because it was engaging. You know, you had to like yeah, true. Tune in Tokyo, fucking yeah. For the <laughs> it was, it was cool as shit. I always liked it. I thought it was fun. It, yeah, like, it's like you're doing research or something. Yeah, yeah. Really trying were, to like it was. <laughs> Tactile, like I'm in a movie, yeah. trying to solve a crime, right? Yeah, yeah, Something like that. Sure. You're you're the, searching through the indexes and annals right. of time. Yeah, <laughs> and I was because I like I don't know. It's like a weird time. Those like the mid '90s was a weird time because I I knew how to use the Dewey Decimal System. I still do. Use a card yeah, catalog. I use sure. a microfiche, but also like the school library. When I was in sixth grade, we had Encyclopedia Britannica on a D on a CD ROM. We so, had the one nice. CD-ROM you know, drive the whole fucking school. That is really wild because I remember my library going from the card index, looking up through the Dewey Decimal yeah. System, oh, yeah. how to go find everything. And then, All of sudden, and then the big disappointment when you go to get the book and it's not there. And it's oh, not there. That's the worst. <laughs> it sucks. I rem- Especially when you walk down the aisle and you're like zero. <laughs> Point zero one <laughs> zero. You know, you're like really paying close like, attention. Like, did I skip over? I'm it? sure I probably broke the silence in a library more than once. Going fuck. <laughs> yeah, don't I want to read some fucking Dostoevsky now. <laughs> I don't want to wait two weeks. It's, it's Jack Kerouac. It's so to be here. right. It's so strange that like that. But I remember the li- the way that they, if I remember right because I spent a lot of time at the library. I've told Paul this is like this like I didn't have any friends for a couple years when I'd first moved to from the country into the city. I didn't really have many friends. So my best friend on earth was was a woman named Carol who was the librarian at the Troy Public Library. <laughs> and she would let me stay there. She like the the she my mom knew where I was. She didn't give a shit if I was there until like closed at 9 p.m. Like there, it was like closing down a bar, but for like a thirteen-year-old. Like yeah, it was like yeah, you're you're hanging. You're like, all right, you don't have to go home, but you can't call. stay here. But it's last, last call. call. Either fucking check yeah. out a book, you know. As I'm like reading the New York Times, you know. <laughs> now did did Carol the librarian ever like wear a slit skirt or something like that? Where it Carol the librarian, it, it, she was in her like mid to late twenties. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Auburn hair. Yeah. I also remember having very nice eyebrows, which I know you're a fan of, yes, Paul. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and she just kind of dressed like a librarian, but it was like. A long, like a like, past the knee length pencil skirts and like a like nice blouses. Bra. I mean, I, I, <laughs> Ed's going with this one too. I like don't remember. Bra, I hope <laughs> I don't remember being able to see her Hooters very much. Okay. Like, uh, so they weren't that prominent. She's mm. also a librarian. Like, she's right. She's not dressing for tips. You know, Dude, like, underneath that <laughs> smock of a gown. Oh, I'm probably sure. a well, hot rod. She yeah, was. Oh yeah. She it's was a car. Like it's a sleeper. He's yeah, a. That's right. <laughs> you guys are fetishizing my fucking friend. No, I'm not gonna lie. Like when I started, like turned like too. 11, 12. God damn it, Ed. Back the fuck off, Carol. So what is she? I did. Oh god. So what is she? About ten years older than me. Twelve years older than me. Something like that. Oh, she's I bet right she's. She's probably eye. a good looking fifty something. Like I'm sure. sure she is. Uh, but she was. She would see my. I remember talking to her about it. She goes, we're switching over to computers now and we're able to search through all the books that we have. So I like that. So, but what they did was they, they, it's like all the new books that they added, got it put into the computer, but then prior to a certain date, yeah, everything database. was a Dewey decimal system Still the old one, yeah. over the course of several years. Then everything got the old stuff got scanned in. So it got easier and easier to know 
whether a book was on the shelf or not. Yeah, and and it was it was kind of cool. Like it was cool, and she would like let me come around the counter and like show me See? how like you can search through this and that. And it was it's just so fucking rad. Now I checked out a book in 1993 that I never returned. And I just kept forgetting, kept forgetting, kept forgetting. It ended up in like, in like either on a bookshelf behind something or in a box somewhere. We moved, never returned it. And now you can't vote. <laughs> in the state of Ohio, I'm a wanted man. There's warrants. <laughs> There's warrants. I've got warrants. But uh, she, I don't know that. I don't know if she retired. Or she moved on. I have no idea where Carol went. But I know that in 2017, I brought that book with me. Because I still have it. You saved it for the I like, saved it. free return day. Where well, I wanted. I just thought it would be kind of funny, but like a cool lesson to my teenage daughter. Like, oh, you know, we're going to return this book. And it turns out she ended up going off and doing something with my mom that day anyway. So I walked over to the library, walked in, and no shit. Remember the security things? Yeah, yeah. The, it was magnetic, and you would, you would, they would rub the back, like the oh, spine yeah. of the book over top of it to sure? demagnetize it. Yeah. Apparently, those remagnetized because when I walked in, beep, 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 like all these alarms no went off. Way. I walked that's, in with crazy. this book. And they're like, nobody does that. That doesn't happen when somebody like walks in. Like, turned on in four <laughs> right? years. Right? It woke it up. And it's never, <laughs> it's never turned on when somebody's walked into the library, yeah. is what the librarian yeah, right. told me. And I was like, hey, uh, I have, I've had this book for a long time, and I kind of want to return it and see if there's any fines that I need to pay. Because I, like, I was a Boy Scout, but also I've trucked this thing back and forth across the country and to multiple houses. And uh, I grew up in this town, and I was like, and I asked the lady, I was like, the, the librarian was working there. I'm like, did, 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 have you worked here a long time? She's like, yeah, I've been here about 15 years. And I'm like, do you, did you know a woman named Carol? And she goes, yeah, I know who Carol is. Like she, and How she, cool but that? she didn't, I don't remember the conversation netting any information. I was like, where the fuck is Carol at? Yeah. Carol right. single. Right. Hey. And I'm like, hey, what's up, Carol? Hey. You remember me and little Joey Feller's She's like. going to punish you for I'm, keeping I, the book oh, so long. My, oh, <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have the librarian glasses though. Uh, like she oh, didn't have that. Man. Sorry to ruin your guys' fucking visage really that you had. <laughs> so Golly. this this lady's like, yeah, you know Carol. I said, yeah, I was like, she was kind of my only friend for a couple years. I was like a nerdy fucking sad little kid for a couple years, and uh, I hung out in this library every day, seven days a week, for at least an hour or two. She's like, I and know Carol. She was Ooh. fucking, I like, Carol's been in my dreams. That first boner, I named it Carol. We were scissoring. <laughs> oh, my God. Carol and Look I had us. We're scissoring. Have multiple nasty dreams about Carol and books. <laughs> just hike her up on one of the fucking reading tables. Yeah. Turn on one of those little green lamps. I told you to give you the total of what you owed. I'm sorry. I got to. Sorry. I was losing being blood Being a finance flow. guy, yeah. too, I need to know this. So <laughs> she, this lady through. opens up the book, and she's like, and it's got the paper oh, yeah, the, thing yeah, that, that was stamped. And stamp. it was like. 1991. I think it was like September 93 is when it was checked out. And she goes, oh, my God. And she goes, well, let me see if it'll even scan. So she, like, scanned, like, the barcode that was on there. And and it popped up in there. And she started laughing. And she goes, come around here. You want to look at this? I'm like, yeah, I, I have to see this. <laughs> The fines are capped at a hundred dollars, right? Okay. Right. But it still shows what what it, what it would be at ten cents a day. <laughs> Whoa! That's a Whoa. lot of dollars. And it was like it was like nine hundred and fifty dollars or something stupid like that. Like it was almost a thousand dollars, and she's like, "We cap it at a hundred because no one's ever going to pay that. We're never going to collect that. We don't send people to collections unless it's." Right. She did tell me that like. The multimedia, like the DVDs and and uh, and some of the more like the older books, 
because they had some like first edition shit oh, that you could sure you could go into a nice cash. reading room and yeah, see yeah. and so if you damage that then they're gonna they're gonna fuck you up but she's like i'm not going to i'm not gonna make you pay your fines i will reinstate your card <laughs> but only but only brave. if you let me sp- screen like to take a screenshot of this and put it up in like our break room so that you would, I'm like you can blow it up into a poster and just as a warning <laughs> yeah. and and then uh, I was like do you and do you guys still have this book she goes we have two copies of this book still so you can just keep this one so I still Whoa. have I still have the book wow. I have it at home I took it all the way to Ohio and all the way back to Arizona you it's on my fucking it. shelf yeah that's hilarious it's funny because it's a book about uh hey check out that merry-go-round I'm sorry guys oh, God, the Look at that. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is ornate. That's, that's really something. Is that thing two stories? I think it I is. I think it is. It's got like an inner and an outer segment. I, I need to back they, up. Hold on a they second. They do it right in there. Europe, man. They really do. That was like. And look at that. What there is from a distance. Okay, here we go. It had a biplane in it. It did. It's a biplane. And then some kind of a. It's like a, the Red Baron. Some kind of a carriage thing, like a, like a Snow White thing or something. There, look at that thing. Yeah. Dude, it's got like drapes. It's got a balconies in the center. That would be, that's crazy. That thing is I like the idea of a, a, a giant merry-go-round, but it also serves alcohol. Just see people throwing up all oh, the time. Oh, that's what the middle is. That's a bar. That's, <laughs> it looks like it. It almost is it? Cool. it should be. It would be extra. That's a crazy. It Dude, it had a second tier of horses. We should make like one of those for Kingman. I am not going to get involved in a project like that. <laughs> <laughs> Not with you, Paul. No okay, way. Because it'll just be, it'll be all fucking carbon fiber and shit. And <laughs> there's going to be a lot of screaming. I can already tell. It's going to be a lot of like stepdad yelling at me for losing the 10 millimeter no, we socket. To, uh, we need to make it like that. If we're gonna, look at that underwater, like the, that steampunk looking oh, thing. Wow. That is, this is really cool. Dude, we got a penny oh, a, farthing. We got a sled. There's a rocket. A fire truck, rocket. Now, there's a bigger merry-go-round than that at King's Island, the is amusement park t- just yeah, outside of Cincinnati. At, I'm looking at the ornate. The, well, no, it's it's or it's every oh, it's like bit that. as that. And it probably, wow. it'll probably hold, it would probably hold 100 kids. Holy shit. It's got, kids. yeah, there's probably 50 horses, and then everything else is like some other. There's like one of them. There's a, a row of seahorses, a regular of like ponies, a row of, I think it's four rows deep. Mm-hmm. And it's... Uh, there's uh, there there's other shit on there too, but there is a a spot where you can sit in the center. Like if you have a little kid, How and cool. you would sit in the center, and yeah, I would definitely want to. It's sit it's pretty center. neat. All right, I okay. cut this. We got to cut this off. Yeah, Paul's got to go to sleep soon. Well, somebody does. Some some of us have to sleep. Yeah. Well, thank you, Ed, for yes. sharing uh, Christmas that tragedy. The worst. Yeah, that's pretty fucking bad. It so is. It's multiple shitty. Just shit. No, no, I will tell you, I did end up really enjoying Christmas once I got a kid in my yeah. life. So my grandma was like hardcore. She never gave up on the Christmas. Got to, re- like, got to relive you it will or live, recreate you it. You will live and love Christmas again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You will That's live good. through. That's you know, cool. It's kid. good that she did that. And I was like, eh, whatever. You know, it's never going to be the same, whatever. I'm not going to have you doing the same things. We're not going to have the same dinners right. and all that stuff. And she was absolutely right. You know, like watching my own four-year-old crack open something that he could only ever dream of touching and seeing his face light up really did like bring me numerous years of like gratitude of like i could see my joy in his eyes yeah absolutely food oh street food Oh, is that bread? Yeah, it's, it's bread it's, with. I don't know what's on there. Oh my gosh! What, what, what's on there? Sausages yeah, on there. It's oh, grilled sausages is. and cheese. Oh, oh yeah. Because yes. here's, I tell you, I guarantee it said it said uh, uh, 
uh, baguette crostino or something like that. So it's what they do, three euros. they'll throw that three euros. Three that's euros it. For they'll, that. That's huge. For that big fucking they'll thing. throw that under under a broiler. And crisp up the dog and the cheese and the bread. That's I've seen I've hey, seen that I've in heard street a lot food and people complain about the price of European food. Like when they that go was three on euros. Though. It did three say three euros. That me and my wife could eat. That. Yeah, yeah, and and th- three that euros. That's massive. all you're paying because they include the tax and the price. It's something yeah. that most Europeans can't fucking stand when they come here to the states. Is that right? Taxes the, on top the, of the, it. the taxes on top. Of it. It's like why don't figure you it out ahead of time? It's a mysterious percentage. Bars, yeah. bars Good are about luck. the only place that does that. That they they unless it's a bar and restaurant mm-hmm. yeah all right well thanks ed thank you paul for tolerating this and staying yeah, awake no i'm in hey, i was appreciate fun. <laughs> yeah definitely fun. always a fun time ed look at their fucking go, tram go to the oh, s- oh wait joe look at this look at their it's tram like, dude. yeah it take you around town it's it a fantasy a land tech tram that looks like an old steam engine. So no matter how good a christmas you may have had in the united states you've never had a european christmas <laughs> so these things yeah. yeah although i mean there's there's places all over the Midwest and back east that do Christmas stuff like this. Sure, like yes. uh, German Village in in uh, Columbus is like I don't know. That's like, true. It's like ten blocks by eight block area where there's certain there's German restaurants that you can go in and order in German. Like, like these people, fatty not t- worst on half a loaf mm-hmm. of bread. Yes, hundred percent made in house made sauerkraut and you know, shit and like that. Like just buy, look at how few people are there. But you they can buy a brown shirt. They, you, you can, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> At the at the shoes. gift store. <laughs> oh my god! Just some pewter cufflinks. Oh, <laughs> uh, the Hugo Boss store is right next door. You, fuck it. There's a deep cut for all those fucking people into the. 30s, okay, we. It's funny. We each only had two glasses of, of whiskey, but now we're oh, down two glasses of whiskey. Okay, it was two. Yeah. It was two. It was fucking two. It was pints. two. It's, fucking, yeah. it's not even it's two, pints. two pints. Anyway, yep. all right. Well, thank you guys. Have a Merry Christmas. Yes, we'll Merry Christmas. Talk to you guys around New Year's. Fantastic festivals.